2: well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase
3: necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Gene. Hello. Gene.
1: Gene, is he
4: Yeah, it's me. Oh, I, I don't know. Can you hear me pretty
1: good?
4: uh Can uh. you hear me pretty good?
1: Yeah, I can hear you fine. I'm on my cell phone, man. But uh, so what else going on,
4: man? Uh, not too much. I'm actually impressed that I was able to get right on. Usually, there's some kind of hiccup that goes down on this end, but. Yeah,
1: it's cool. As long as I can dial in and hit a pin number, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it worthwhile. Yeah, I think last time it was crazy. I had to use my laptop because the, uh, I guess the phone number was charging niggas like two dollars a minute. I'm like, nah. We log in from a uh, the uh, platform online.
4: Yeah, I but, actually uh, don't. I think I made a mistake and did that. I don't know. They switched this whole software up. Like, it did a huge update. What I got trained on is completely different now. So I may have done that because I had to go through all the settings and change a bunch of shit up. But that's funny as hell. (laughs) It was trying to, I think it was set up for, like, donations or something. But it's figured out now. But, yeah, I'm on my laptop. I'm able to monitor uh the chat and everything else, and
1: it's kind of oh, cool yeah. to interact this way, yeah dog, I'm in pitch black yo pitch black laying on my couch well, well I didn't hear that what happened no nah, see i'm I'm in pitch black on my couch, oh okay,
4: I got you yeah so, so you live like you said, you live right in the city city. Oh, IGN will be back. Michael will join the call soon. We'll get Shannon. Got my candles lit. Got everything going. Oh, shit. What was that? <laughs> Not mine.
0: <laughs> Oops. Unmute myself. Dark night. So he left. Cool.
4: Hey, Jim. Yo. Yeah,
1: they, they knocked me off. I don't
4: know what happened. Yeah, that was weird. It just uh fell right off. That's wild. <laughs> just fall off or was it, just me? it was just you and it hung up oh. because it said you left, and I it said on this end that you left, but you're back now.
1: Yeah, yeah. You had to recall right back in? Yeah, I just called back in. Um
4: but yeah what would what you say um it was something about the city but uh i, I got oh. something i'd like to ask you personally when did you uh when did you start off on your uh on your journey with this man with metaphysics yeah. oh with the metaphysics Probably. Like yeah
1: 90 91 okay yeah probably like around then because um I got into like, like I got a Muslim father and a Christian mother, but uh, the metaphysics stuff, I probably didn't touch until yeah like 89, 90. Like, cause, I, and I really, ironically, I got it from rap music, you know, cause I was like, uh, probably like 12 years, 12, yeah, 11, 12, 13 years old at the time. So a lot of the music out at the time was like X-Clan, KRS-One, uh brand new being, uh rakim like that whole way you know what i'm saying so it was like yeah. we used to have these channels like we used to have uh video music box ralph mcdaniels in new york like you know back in the day and they, he used to play all these videos so you know they dropped all the views in the videos so i was kind of lucky i guess because like as a kid you were absorbing that shit and it kind of made me want to search for more, so then I started getting into, like, Islam a lot, and like the 5%. But I really I really didn't touch, like, a occult, till until, uh, like, 94, 95, when, like, Bobby Hemmick came out, Dr. York came out, because York was in Brooklyn with the whole Nawabian way. So I started getting a lot of that information from there. And then uh, I got to a point where I kind of got, like, I fell off. I was just, like, I wasn't really, like, studying, studying. I'll probably say, like, late 90s. Well, I can't say I was never studying, but I was kind of, like, you know, I guess you could say, you know how when cats get, when they first get woke, you know what I'm saying? Like, Jesus ain't real, the whole Egyptian thing, Horus this, and Osiris that. Like, I, I kind of yeah. worked that way for a movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. ain't real niggas. You know what I'm saying? And then, um, yeah, after that, you know, I didn't really like, like get into it, like become a scientist with this shit prior to like, I hit masonry, which was probably like, 2004-ish, 2003, 2004. Cause I was like, okay. yo, I got all this information. I was, like, I got all this information, but I just don't have no structure. Like, I, I gotta put a structure to the shit. You know what I'm saying? So like, when i masonry shit came in because it was steps, it was degrees, you know, it was more scientific, like the, the template. You see what I'm saying? So it was like I can compartmentalize certain certain information that I knew that particular template and, like, the Masonic shit would line it up for me. You okay. And it, yeah. it was just like a matter of just weeding out the bullshit, you know, you know, basically eat, eating the meat. <laughs> eating the meat, you know, throwing away the bones when it came to like my own spiritual type of you know uh uh, uh acceptance of myself or whatever, you know. And then um then when I got then and then the funny shit was with Panic, like I used to date Penny's cousin, who she you know, um you know, she passed away a few years ago or whatever. So she was oh, like, Yo, you should you know she was like, yo, you should get into the dude, Pan, it's my cousin, you know. She don't call him Pan, she call him Larry or whatever. You know, she was like, yo, you need to, you know, get with my cousin. So I never personally, you know, met Pan, but, you know, she she put me on to his information. So I was like, okay. So I was like, with Pan, I was like, I got all the information talking about, but he kind of put it into perspective to me, but I don't have to try to sound deep to get my point across. Right know what i'm saying because I had, I had that issue because i didn't want to be all all ho-teppy and sound all intellectual like you know because i want to explain this shit to like regular niggas on the block you know what i'm saying so when i got with pan i was like oh okay you know lack of better terms you, you know he, he, he made me nigger the shit out a little bit like look you don't gotta sound deep you can sound practical you can sound basic you could be you and explain you know complex you know uh, uh concepts in a practical manner so then somebody can understand shit you know at least world that you can understand shit you know and uh so that's basically it
4: man you know that's dope yeah panic definitely is a way of articulating shit to where you can you can relate with him you know what i'm saying especially if you you're from the city or any kind of you know urban yeah, area my flows, whole thing as far as I
1: is yeah, because my whole thing was like, I understood everything, but it's like, how do you, like, I don't like to want to sound, like, I don't want to sound deep when I'm explaining the shit, you know what I mean? So I had that issue, you know, and I'm like, well, you know, I'd rather just not say nothing at all, <laughs> <laughs> you know, rather than eventually you want to be able to explain the shit to kids. So it's like, when I got with pen, it was like, oh, okay, I get it. You don't got to sound deep to sound, you know, like, you just got to put it into perspective to resonate with like the common person you know what i mean and, and you know and it helped me understand a lot of other simple comp you know other other complex shit, you know because he just makes anything basically and there's other authors like phil cooper's a good author too you know one of the dope things about bobby intended was the scholarship that the niggas used to give and like the office they used to give it was like the way they write real real practical, so it's easy for you to absorb it real quick and and apply to your to your practical life, you know, which was good because you know everybody can't you know just grab blavatsky and read you know the secret doctrine unless it like two thousand pages or so everybody can't read Walter you know Walt, you know Sir Walter Scott, you know the hermetica. That shit's like fucking four volumes like four hundred fucking pages of alchemy. You know, so right. these other authors that they was given, you know, these other authors that they was given, like Phil, you know, like Phil Cooper, uh Damon Brand, uh who's the other dude that I fuck with? Uh, that wrote Lieber Psychonot. Um Peter J. Carroll, Peter J. Carroll, Carroll's a gangster ass author. Um, I like a lot of his shit. Um, Phil Hines, he's a good author. Because uh, a lot of these guys, when they write these books, oh, uh, Donald Tyson's a good author, too. A lot of his shit is practical, too. Yeah, I like Donald you Tyson. Know, so. Yeah, Donald Tyson's cool. So, like, all these dudes are, like, real pr- good practical writers so they make it easy to absorb. And the good thing is you kind of train yourself to learn the the, the more higher concept shit, the more difficult type of, uh, you know, shit. You know the thousand page shit. <laughs> yeah, most definitely.
2: What's up, fam? So, Yo, best. shit, what's up, fam? What up, dog, man? What's up y'all niggas doing tonight, man? Pretty good,
4: man. Pretty good. Glad to have you. Likewise. Yeah, talk about your new shit
1: because I saw the mic, the micro shit that you talk about in, in, in the text. So I was okay. like, I ain't opened the link yet. So I was like, I hope he get on. I know he said he got homecoming, and all that shit to deal with, but I was like,
2: Yeah, I need to hear that he was going on apocalyptic shit. <laughs> you know, that shit crazy as hell, but I'm, I'm I'm back on though. I'm ready to I'm ready to go in on this shit though. So this shit is it's interesting, man. Interesting ass shit. A lot of, your boy been making a lot of transformations last couple months, man, just diving in on all of this work, man and all kind of um, DNA just meditating and getting a lot of results from the the time I put in on the astral, man, on this shit I'm looking at, bro. This shit is crazy as hell.
4: That's what's up, bro. Michael, Michael you on the
2: line?
3: Yeah, I'm here. I tapped in. I'm ready to go. I just want to say this before we get started. Before we get started, Shannon gave me enough homework. I thought I knew about macros, but, uh, I still want to hear what he got to say and, and throw my two cents behind it. But I, I'm excited. I've been waiting for this show for almost a month.
2: That's what most it is, definitely.
4: Uh, Most definitely. Well, gentlemen, I'm glad we're all here together. Uh, we can uh, jump right in. Shannon, go go hard. Ex- explain right, this no to problem. me because I have very limited knowledge. Uh, of,
3: are we going uh, to do hard chakra or are we going straight to the macro?
4: Uh, we're going to let Shannon go, go start off with the macro. Then he's going to go into the occult yeah. influence of the apocalypse. Then we're going to jump into the heart. Then I don't... We may do fairy. I think we probably will go right into the flat earth, hollow earth, uh, sphere earth. But we'll see what what, what direction it goes And If you want to go into fairy, we can. Okay. Alright. Yeah, that's
2: cool.
4: Alright. All Shannon, right, go ahead,
2: bro. It's like this, man. Like, you know how we be talking about this shit? Like, who run this shit? Is all of this shit coming from our subconscious mind and all of that. But And that, you know what I'm saying? The spirit world is one that's influencing everything that we've seen and observing within our everyday human experience. And the thing is, man, that's absolutely motherfucking true, man. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? When you're dealing with the macros with John D and um, what he, you know what I'm saying, being able to channel these entities, pan-dimensional entities or whatever. The thing is, man, they influenced everything the renaissance era. They, they've been behind everything that we see seeing, like everything that we um going through as far as like building universities on certain grid lines, latitude, longitude lines and all of these certain specific energy grids on the planet is like places for rituals, places for a, a lot of blood sacrifices and shit like that to be you know what I'm saying? A lot of that shit takes place there, but basically, man, with the macro, when you dealing with that, it's like a that's basically what we are outside the outside of space time continuum, outside of the physical. You know what I'm saying? It's a more so the collective, just thought of consciousness that we all embody. It's like we so mother okay. what we are so motherfucking powerful, bro. We so big we can't manifest within matter. In one entity, we gotta fucking be in, under the illusion of separation gotcha. through different forms, through you, through me. Got gotcha. you. know, what I'm saying? like like when I'm talking about this shit, when I'm talking to y'all, I don't I don't look at y'all as being external from it. I'm, I'm, it's like I'm talking to myself, just under the illusion of being separate through fucking locality or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because all of this shit is like quantum entanglement. We all one entity. But right. this so entity don't be like one big. We one yeah, big I mean, ass giant. All, yeah. Ass, yeah. Fucking, we can't even put really put a name to what we are because we only can they, only can um, define it under human definitions. You know what I'm saying? But this this this, this, this is like the, the great old ones, the macro, the great old ones, the Nephilim, the Watchers, all we've been we've been called all kind of different names through different cultures and shit. They all are talking about us. This is mm-hmm. but what I'm saying, this is what we are outside of this fucking uh realm of matter, the antimatter, the the, the dark energy that we are, or whatever, the primordial chaotic entities, that's what this just thought of consciousness is. And this and um C S Lewis, you know what I'm saying the 1700s or whatever, he referred to it as the macrobes. HP Lovecraft talked about it as the the great old ones. You know what I'm saying? Different authors, different people who had a, a psychic sensitivity to be able to take in this information that was being, um, you know what I'm saying, transferred to them through the subconscious mind. This is what they were able to, ex- how they was able to express it. You know, certain cultures express it through religious, um, you know what I'm saying, a religious ideology based on their level of consciousness. So, you know what I'm saying, a religious person might see it as being able to talk to angels or fallen angels or demons. So this energy that we are will, com- will communicate with them based on their level of consciousness and it would express it as such. You know what I'm saying? So, but when they get in contact with Alice um, Alistair Crawley. It was Awas. You know what I'm saying? It was ChronoZone or whatever. So different people was able to like these are white folks I'm talking about. When they tapping into, yeah. when they going into the subconscious mind, being able to communicate with uh, the uh, bigger part of what we are. This is the communication that they being that's related to them. But what I'm saying is, okay, we, we under the motherfucking illusion of being separate. We under the illusion of uh, of, of of not only being separate, of being just we under a false identity of being just individual parts. So if you we almost operate, we it's like we operate under a collective form of consciousness. You know what I'm saying? And through a lot of meditation yeah. through the last couple months, through just focusing on um, you know what I'm saying, being able to just tap into the deepest recesses of my subconscious mind, I'm telling you, tapping into this shit. And you will lose your human identity and you realize you what you are ain't shit but like a a, a small representation of of, a, of something large, something so big and so so bad that is unknowable and it's uncreated. It's like something just just so we can't even really put a name to it. But that energy is the is the one that we fucking influence in this whole realm of matter. That's what I'm trying to, what I'm saying. Like everything we <laughs> control and everything that's around us, whether, you, whether we know it or not, that's what we're doing. And most people are doing it unconsciously, not realizing that everything they see before them, they're collapsing into reality based on their subconscious mind. This is a place of magic. You know what I'm saying? Of manipulation of matter and reality every fucking second of every day and being able to wield it with the intent and being able to manifest something, that's where the magic happens. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost as if what what we doing, in my opinion, based on the information I'm getting, this isn't shit but one big ass grand experiment that we are doing in matter. It's like we hands on scientists of uh, being able to interact within our own experiment. You know what I'm saying? Right. But we so basically from somewhere else. I had you good? You good. It's like we playing a video game and shit. You got a character and we operating within the video game. We doing whatever we doing, but the controller, what we are is operating outside us, outside of this third dimensional reality. You see what I'm saying? But we influencing everything and everybody around us all the time. Like when I go out and when I'm talking to y'all like right now, I feel like I'm tapping into y'all central nervous system. You know what I'm saying? I'm able to feel what y'all are thinking, see what y'all are thinking. I'm getting psychic impressions and shit about what y'all are doing early in the day, and I got the confidence and the um, you know what I'm saying, and the knowingness of being able to trust my instincts, going outside of the brain, going outside of rational and logical thinking, and trusting the psychic impressions that I'm getting. So I would do a lot of different tests. I would test myself on this shit and being able to just ask people what they were dreaming about and be able to just feel what they were dreaming about. They'd tell me, they relay certain words that I was already programming them to say. So it's like, I feel like I'm remotely controlled or uh, just tapped into everything that were, that's around me based on me tapping into my own subconscious mind and seeing that this is like a, it's like a, a underbelly of just raw energy that we all talk about, this primordial essence of chaos and shit that's, that's, one that's influencing everything and everyone around me, like all the time. You know what I'm saying? But we when we thinking like a human, we kind of just we go about our everyday human life based on our us just as one entity. But I'm telling you, it's like we it's like we high-minded and don't realize it. And that's why I was, you know what I'm saying, tapping into the morphogenetic field of different races of the planet and being able to how to influence different people uh psionically. You know what I'm saying? Or just influence just certain environments, you know what I'm saying? Being able to tap in, send energy this way, that way. You know what I'm saying? So but it's, I don't want to get too off the topic, but I'm telling you, this macro shit about what they tapped into back in the 1700s and influenced the Renaissance era. It's led up to 2018 with this whole Silicon Valley shit influencing all this shit with CERN. And, um, you know what I'm saying? Things like that. These motherfuckers is tapping into antimatter and breaking down the fabrics of this reality where a lot of that raw energy that I'm talking about that we're pulling into this mm-hmm. re- reality is like just breaking the veil. So right now it's a lot easier in my opinion to tap into this chaos energy and being able to manifest what we are, what we want to with the divine intent of whatever it is that we want. Because this is like this reality is is coming undone because of this chaos energy, because of these experiments that they doing with CERN. A can to the movie The Mist, when the motherfuckers opened up that doorway and all that all them entities came in. I look at that shit as like this, this yeah. energy that's coming in. You can just wield this shit a lot easier now nah, in my opinion than in like times before so and then and, it, and it's dealing with like the mythology of everything like this is this shit is following the script and we all know what the script is about we see it how it's expressed in the bible through the revelation with leviathan rising up cthulhu rising up but it's more so of our soul waking up from this dream this we all dreaming and when we waking up from this dream this reality or whatever starts to collapse a can to the movie Inception, when they waking up from the dream, the three levels of the dream, shit start to crumble. And we seeing this reality come undone. And it's literally, they can test this shit through quantum physics, and they see that matter itself is decomposing at an accelerated rate. That's why you see me online talking about entropy. Entropy is increasing at an accelerated rate, and they don't know, they, they don't realize what's causing this shit, or they may understand it, but it's due to us being here, and our soul is waking up. And due to our soul waking up, as a side effect, this reality that we all call our reality, this dream that we dream in, or this simulation, is starting to crumble. It's starting to shit, starting to change. Shit, planet heating up. I mean, you got all kind of different side effects or um, ramifications is uh, coming from that. Coming from our soul waking up, but at the same time, we do we influencing all of this shit from our subconscious mind, and it's all. It's all a script. It's all a fucking script that we did. It's all our fucking experiment that we doing. It's like, we we literally in control of this shit. You see what I'm saying? But I feel, based on the shit I'm dealing with, that this shit is it's like a cycle that's ending. And when a cycle ends, you hear Bobby Hammond talk about, like, illumination through putrefaction. It's like, if you look at the larger percent of the black race or whatever, we just straight ignorant and shit like that. And I tell you that I, I salute them niggas because that's what time it is. It's like we being illuminated but shit gotta decay. Everything is on the fucking fast track of entropy. Everything is fucking becoming disembodied. Everything is turning back into chaos, back into darkness or whatever how you want to express that shit. You, you look at mythology, look at everything that we've been seeing through movies and shit. It's all showing you what you know what I'm saying? It's all the script. see what I'm saying? And that's what what that's when I'm talking about the influence of the apocalypse or whatever. We the ones that's influencing everything that we ever seen. That's all around us. And But what I'm saying to having a confidence and knowing this in yourself as being a creator of your reality and understanding that nothing exists outside of your subconscious mind. Everything that you're seeing in, within your subconscious mind is coming from you, first and foremost. But you the one that like willingly can tap into that shit and influence everything and everybody around you. And I'm telling you, man, that's 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 how I that's how I live. That's how I operate. Like that's the only way I know to live and do this type of shit. When I'm driving, tell a motherfucker to turn a certain way, stop, do whatever when I'm in a proper mindset of being the sole control of my reality. Easier said than done when you're dealing with human shit, you being a parent, being a husband, whatever. But the deeper part of me understands that shit and I practice that shit. I put it to, you know what I'm saying? I put it to use every day when I'm at work, when I'm trying to do whatever. And I'm telling you, that shit is, 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 is a raw fucking energy, and it's prevalent on the planet right now. Like, I don't... It's like, I can't do shit else but, like, tap into this shit or just be embody this shit. I, like, I don't have too much time to really talk about too much other shit. It's like, once I figured out, man, that what we are outside of this shit is something that's just you can't really put a label to it man it's like i found the motherfucking billion dollars man i'm just fucking finding our way to spend that shit you know what i'm saying that's how that's how i feel with this shit you know what i mean like we we created we created this fucking this simulation that we in you see what i'm saying and we got motherfuckers we certain certain people here that this is they this is their reality but it's our dream and when we waking up from a dream their reality starts to crumble. That's what we saying. That's why motherfuckers scrambling trying to figure out ways to create some type of artificial AI to a parallel reality to go through. But I'm learning so much shit that this is this is happening throughout the whole multiverse of this shit. And it, you see that being expressed through science when they talk about uh, uh, the heat death of the universe, or um, you know, what I'm saying certain entities coming within this reality. Paranormal activity is increasing due to our psyche, you see what I'm saying? Our emotions is what's was influencing a lot of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Where that amplifies our energy is being having certain emotions, being angry, you know what I'm saying? Being upset or just being apathetic to this reality, realizing that it's a dream and that you can wake up any motherfucking time you want. Like fearing death is just like it's like you fearing death of a video game player that you got and you just lose, you know what I'm saying, one of your lives or something in your game. It's like we seeing we seeing us as a people start to like our energy rising up that's how i feel when i go out i feel like i'm i feel the energy of everybody around me and i feel that shit increasing but i'm also seeing chaos increasing i'm also seeing ignorance increasing just straight just violence increasing all kind of different you know what i'm saying um manifestations based off of you know what i'm saying the energy that's embodied that's in our environment and i'm telling you all that shit is dealing with the macros or, you know what i'm saying the great old ones and, and, it's, and this shit is, shit, shit is just crazy. This shit is crazy as fuck. But I'm telling you, this is the energy, like, I don't know why motherfuckers ain't I can't complain about what's fuck going on right now. I love everything that's going on within this reality right now. I'm all for it because I know it's all pointing to chaos. There's no way around this shit. There's no way, shape or form that what we are is not gonna like, uh, quote-unquote break down what we've seen, break down this reality. It's all leading to us It's all fueling our alchemy, no matter how you see this shit, or depending on how you see it, your mindset. All of this shit within this realm, in my opinion, is used as a tool to fuel our alchemy. Everything. It's up to you as a magician how you want to use it to fuel your alchemy. It can be personal, it can be whatever, you know what I'm saying? But having a mindset and like you know what I'm saying, applying chaos principle of being able to turn any object that you have into a magical tool. Is is paramount, in my opinion, and, and we can all do that shit. But like, it's in my opinion, it's a lot more effective, and it's a lot easier to do it based on the energy that's prevalent on the planet right now. You know what I'm saying? So that that's you can do all working. this with you can do all this with
4: uh Mark, Mark Kubels. I hope I'm saying that right.
3: Yeah, but what Macro. Macro. Macros. Basically,
2: you macro go. You know how you got macro. microorganisms. That we can't see with yeah. the naked eye. Yes. Yeah. But just apply that as like as a, as it is below, so it is above. It's like a macro to be more sort of uh, you know what I'm saying, a larger entity that we can yeah. take with the You know what I'm saying? So would it would it it wouldn't have anything to do with
4: like the Higgs field or anything like that? Yes, like, it, does.
2: It, it, it it does have something to do with that. I'm happy you brought that shit up. It does have a lot to do with that. Because when you like, speak I'm
4: about like, this. That's that's what comes to mind. I'm thinking, okay, well, if you're breaking it down like that, we're talking about atoms. We're talking, we're going to talk about the Higgs field, black matter, mm-hmm. melanin.
2: So that's right, what I'm the, tying into it. Right, the uh, God particle or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like it's all, all this shit is dealing with. You know what I'm saying? It's different, different expressions or different ways they uh like they talk about melanin, applying it to different uh, sciences or whatever. But that's basically what it is. It's like we this shit this entire realm of matter is enveloped in this energy because that energy is the foundation of everything that we see seeing and it's influencing everything that's around us but it's coming from within you you see what I'm saying none of this shit would be anything if it wasn't for you being the operator and controller of this shit bringing it to manifestation based from your subconscious mind because that's the key, it's like you the motherfucking key to this shit because you the one that's generating all of this shit Shannon yeah, I'm here. Go ahead. Janet, I, I
3: yep. want to say this. I'm tracking, but I would like for you, to, if you if you don't mind, I want you to get pedantic on them. When I say pedantic, I want you to turn into a straight teacher who's talking to a class of freshmen and just, just give a little – because I'm, I'm with you, but I'm, I'm going to mm-hmm. assume that we got somebody listening right now that will be listening that don't understand right. the crib notes. So I'm saying right. give some history give some history in terms of John D and how mm-hmm. he initially tapped in the message he got and, and, you know, just give a little more background info just for those who don't know. I do got some questions I want to ask, but I want to fill in some okay. gaps before we get to
2: it. You know what I'm saying? Right. No doubt. Now dealing with, you know what I'm saying? The macros and John D. John D was a, you know what I'm saying? He he was working for the British government. He was basically, your MI five or whatever, your first double 007. Double O seven. You exactly. You know what I'm saying. But yeah. it was another guy. I forget Kelly. I forget his first name. Something Kelly. He was basically like a medium. You know what I'm saying. Who was able to. You know what I'm saying. Tap into spirits or whatever. And John D, You know what I'm saying. Doing the shit with the. Um, you know what I'm saying with the first the Queen of England. The Queen of England. I guess one. I guess the first one. But during this time, you know what I'm saying. In, in the 1700s, they was looking. You know what I'm saying? They coming straight from the dark ages. So it was more so they was trying to tap into in all all things of cult. You know what I'm saying? John D was a quote unquote occultist and a black magician. But he needed to, you know what I'm saying, in order to tap into spirits. He's hearing about this guy Kelly that was a medium. He was able to tap into. So they got together, man. And you know what I'm saying, long story short, dealing with Kelly, he was able to tap into these macros, these entities or whatever, you know what I'm saying? They was they was basically, you looked at them as being angels or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Or you can look at them as demons, depending on your level of consciousness, or where you at. But basically what they were influencing, you know what I'm saying, the information that was coming through Kelly, what they was telling them, they were asking them questions about, you know what I'm saying, about reality, about how to, you know what I'm saying, how to take technology in advance, their civilization, whatever, their culture. But how the information that was transferred through Kelly, a lot of the shit that they was telling them was so advanced that it was it it was it was coming through and it was so advanced that they realized they wasn't going to be able to manifest that shit within that time period that that was in. So they was influencing them on all kinds of shit. I mean, everything you can think of that we see now as far as they influenced them on the renaissance era. Like all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying, you saw them just start building, building schools and building colleges and things like that. And so basically, all that information that was coming through them, like through channels, that's why I tell people to you know what I'm saying, look in, look into that and be able to tap into, communicate with spirits because spirit, the spiritual world is all around us all the time. So it was basically, they was basically communicating through through John D. and through Kelly, and telling them that they needed, you know what I'm saying, what they needed to, you know what I'm saying, do to bring everything that they wanted into reality, they needed to apply certain principles, and that principle was being able to, one of the things that they wanted to do was how to convert energy from matter. That's one of the things that they was trying to do. It's like how to you know what I'm saying how to you know what I'm saying get get gold, turn lead or get gold from lead or turn lead from gold. You know what I'm saying? Basically all the alchemical principles or whatever. But one of the things that the macro Shannon Go ahead.
1: Shannon, is this this the spirit giving John D and all this them this information?
2: Yes, the macro, yep. This is how this is how they communicate. Okay, to okay. okay. remember so my remember. question is, is it us? Is it us giving this to them or is it Hey Shannon? Huh?
1: Shannon, Yeah, I'm
2: here. Do y'all hear so, me? Yeah,
1: so is it us so yeah, so is it us giving giving them this information? Technology yes. or was it totally all? Okay. Like, so was us. Uh, now it's like now, the person. Now, did the have, does the spirit does this spirit have its own ego? Because I got some questions. That's why. Right. So, so is it? Yeah. So the was it a collective. Okay, go ahead, Shannon. Just go.
2: No, it's more I mean, so I mean, like I mean, Remember that the My man Kelly. They're they're religious. They're Christians. So the information that was relayed to them. They digested it under the under a Christian mindset, under other under, under a, a God and Devil mindset, a Jesus mindset. And so they how they looked at it, right. they they was, they was, they was they were that's how it came to them. But long story short, we through the things that these mangoes required, you know what I'm saying? They required sacrifice, blood. So a lot of these different, like all these universities that we've seen, all these cities that's built. They're built on certain grid lines. They're built on certain energy. Ley lines. Ley lines. All of that. They built on certain ley lines. And these ley lines are all connected. They all connected. So not only are they all connected, certain things happen on these ley lines that they was influenced them the tell. Like Chicago, New York, Baltimore, Philly, Detroit. They on certain lay, on certain ley lines. And these ley lines are conduits of energy. And when shit happens at these certain places, uh, whether it be through violence or whatever, it can be a large amount of people sitting like being in a uh, stadium. It's being is being sent somewhere. You see what I'm saying? It's being sent to Pan dimensional entities, but what I'm saying is these entities, this this energy that I'm talking about, this this, this uh collective consciousness that I'm talking about, is a part of us. That's what we are. That's what we are. It it you see what I'm saying? It's more so a big ocean of energy that we all stem from. This is like the primordial chaotic entity or waters of noon and all that shit. More, that's more so what they was being able to. Communicate with, and it, it expressed through them as as angels. It came to them as vessels under a Christian mindset. You see what I'm saying? But they influenced them like like what we see now with all this CERN shit and in the Silicon Valley, but uh, with them creating uh, atom bombs and shit like that. Based all all of that shit was based on the influence that they got in the Renaissance era and, and being able to channel the information that was coming from these numbers, all of it. These universities that's built, being able to get all these different occultists and things like that, being able to get them there and and go through certain information, being able to channel these entities, being able to go through all these notes or whatever, all of that shit was coming from the macro. That was the whole reason why we see these schools being built on certain places, these certain uh, cities or whatever. They was getting all the the deepest occultists all over the planet or whatever different cultures they was in, and they was being able to channel these entities, being able to channel this information because it couldn't come through just one person. It had to come through hundreds of these people. That's why all of a sudden they went from the dark ages to all of a sudden they being able to just look like they so technologically advanced, even up to this day. It's an energy that's influencing their subconscious mind to be able to do everything that they're doing. So it's almost as if, in my opinion, they their free will is, is subjugated because it's like they're being controlled so to speak from the subconscious mind or whatever so it's like every idea that they yeah. get when they think about something, it's coming but that's but what i'm saying is like the subconscious mind is what we are it's like that's our we that's our mind that's generating all of this shit. and any idea any fucking behavior that they manifest is coming from our influences because it comes from certain impulses that they get, but those impulses is coming from a subconscious mind that we have and that we control and, and basically don't know we remote control and them telling them to do everything that they're doing. But it's all, in my opinion, used to fuel our alchemy, to fuel our, you know what I'm saying, using it to fuel our magic if we want to tap into it. It depends on what our intent is in tapping into this energy that we, you know what I'm saying, that's basically prevalent on the planet. And in my opinion, that's what, when they created CERN and tapping into other entities in other realms.
4: Those You there, Shannon? Shannon.
2: Yeah, I'm here. You hear me?
4: Yeah, cut off on you for about ten seconds or so. Okay, I'm back on. All
2: right. If I take any questions on this shit, man, cause this shit I'm this this shit is a motherfucker, man. But basically, the correspondence in and all of this here, like when I was reading the Nephilim time, when I when I go back and study the uh, Book of Enoch, and they talking about the Nephilim and the Watchers and these fallen angels, this all the, yeah. it's all the same thing, just being expressed differently through different cultures and different languages. But it's the same story, same concept of entities that's primordial entities that was here before humans that lie dormant and went somewhere. They went with, the, you know what I'm saying, they went within the melanin. They we started our incarnating in physical bodies and shit and we lay dormant, we would sleep. But now what I'm saying is due to the energy that's coming within us, we are oh, we waking back up. This energy is waking back up. You know what I'm saying? And it's coming like through the pineal gland, but it's coming from more so our DNA, man, is being activated like I I feel like I'm going through all kinds of transformations on this shit, but I'm seeing the results based on a, a, a deeper mindset that I have and being able to just control everything and everybody around me. You see what I'm saying? It's like, I feel like I'm tapped into everything based on this information, based on me realizing that separation is an illusion. Me realizing that what I am in this physical form is but a fraction. It's a a lie. It's like what I am, I'm controlling this shit from another place, this other dimension. And I'm constantly thinking about that shit every day. And I'm even channeling this information. I do, I, I start, I do automatic writing. When I get, when I get transmissions and influence to do some shit, I grab a notepad and I just start writing. You see what I'm saying? I just, Immediately start writing, and I go back and read that shit, and, and 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 get psychic impressions on what that means for me and how do I apply that shit to my everyday lifestyle. You see what I'm saying? And and it's a it's a, it's a hell of a fucking rush. I'm gonna tell you that shit. Can, can you I? You see what I'm saying? Can I tap? Go ahead. Can I tap in real quick? Please, please do, please do. Real quick, I, real
3: quick, because I want you to keep going. But I just want to say something that I realized, I was up on John D, I was up on the macros, but I'll be honest, I hadn't given much thought until Shannon sent me well over a dozen links. And, and mm-hmm. just in meditation and through the dream, um, how can I put it, just real quick, wrap it up. Okay, our Jen's question kind of touched on the revelation that I had, the revealing that I had. When John mm-hmm. D, through his medium, Kelly, because John D. himself, he really didn't tap in. He tapped in to right. Kelly. Because a lot right. of the shit that he found out scared the shit out of Kelly. A lot right. of the shit that Kelly was relaying back to him scared the life out of him. But what I realized was these macrobes are indeed our ancestors, our higher selves, right. like you're saying. It's the aspects of us that didn't fall into this matter. But if you look at the whole story from the Book of Enoch, the Nephilim, we had these fallen angels, right? They mm-hmm. were sent they were sent to observe matter, life mm-hmm. and earth matter. Yes. But at some point they fell in love with matter. That was yep. the fall. They fell in love, they started fucking and having sex with women and eating fruit and eating people It was like, "Man, I ain't going nowhere." So how I interpreted the macrobe's message, especially when the macrobes told like you, you touched on it, Shannon. The macrobes told John D that uh, they told him a bunch of stuff he couldn't understand. Basically, technology, and they 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 mm-hmm. they realized, oh, he don't even have the the foundation to understand what the fuck we're talking about. So they told him, listen, we want you to learn how to make uh, uh, matter out of energy, but you ain't ready for that. So first, learn how to get energy out of matter, which was the culmination of the atom bomb, how to get energy mm-hmm. from matter. But the macrobes was telling them the exact opposite. You have to get matter out of energy.
0: Right? Mm-hmm.
3: But what I realized was, and I just said it, is this us? What I got from it was the macrobes are the ones who didn't fall. They saw, they saw the trap that matter was. And they chose not to delve in. For whatever reason, at the time, niggas wasn't tapped in. How I took it, keeping it real, because at the same time that John D. was tapping in, and you said it, John D. is the original 007. He's the real James Bond. That was his call signal. He went to other countries, and he was a spy. But the thing was, at the same time, what correlates historically is, that's when that small British style started dominating the world. The macros what? told John D about about America, about other places on the globe. Man, you can go here, you can go there. You don't got to worry about falling off the earth. Well, what I got out of it was those that didn't fall realized that those who did fall need to get back in the spirit. And that's why slavery and all that shit that we what? look back as a bad thing, those macros mm-hmm. realized we got to release them niggas from the flesh and get them back in the spirit. So... It, right. it might sound it, fucked up, it might even sound weird, but they influenced that to release niggas from the flesh and get them back into the spirit. So John D, he might have thought he was carrying out the work of whatever he considered to be angels or demons, but that was us. And that was us on the higher plane realizing, man, my people is dumbed down, stuck in the flesh. And he, and he basically told them, well, what I need to give you, what, I need to, what, what we need to do to make this, this information happen. He said blood. The, the macro said we need blood sacrifices. And that translated mm-hmm. into what we see right now and niggas being depressed all over. The because the bottom line, like you said, you see an increase of in knowledge, but you see an equal increase in ignorance and and And, and, and so a lot of it yeah. is uh, uh, you know, it's about, it's about uh, uh, bringing about that transformation because for some, the only upgrades they get is when they pass away, right before they come back to a physical body. Most, you know, uh, Uncle John, John, man, didn't do nothing but drink 40s and smoke weed on the corner. That nigga wasn't about no gnosis, but he's a guy, <laughs> Captain Flesh. So so basically, yeah. what, what I got out of it, and I got to drop this into to the guy's name, Michael Tassarian. Um, yep, uh, yeah, Michael Tassarian. He drops some good information. He, he connects a lot of links. He's just, you know, he got that mindset that it's aliens and they here to do bad things. But we know that all things dark is just light that motherfuckers can't perceive yet. You know, right. And um, right. I, I don't want to go too deep into it. But to me, he was discussing the firmament and flat earth shit because he was saying what? how the dude Michael Tassarian was saying how these aliens came to earth. They blew up in the beer and they got trapped down here and that there's a dome that's keeping them from leaving, you know what I'm saying so it's a lot of information right. that's relevant to the topics that's popping right now but just, I just wanted to type in real quick and just to give, even, I want to bring up from one of the links you sent me uh, what is it, Sir Francis Bacon, right the yeah, sir Mason right. a, a lot of the stuff, you know, uh, that blew me away, I didn't realize that Francis Bacon was William Shakespeare. Yep. Every, everything points to him being Shakespeare. And the reason why I bring it up is because everything we know today in terms of a movie having three parts, uh, what makes a literary hit, what makes a movie a hit is the writing styles of William Shakespeare. You know what I'm saying? But we find two. I'm going to share the links you gave me, Shannon, so it's not like I'm just speaking oh. some higher no, shit no. that I just channel, oh. But but we find out that even Sir Francis Bacon, he wasn't all that wrong. He had a team of writers. Most likely, you mm-hmm. know, esoteric. And I'm willing to bet you they was Moors. There was a few Moors up in there at least. And, and yes. he channeled a lot of information and condensed it into what we got now was the Bible and other little, you know, uh, 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 Hotel of the Moor and all these other little plays we got. But it, mm-hmm. it's a, the Macrobes is an entire subject that you could probably study For two or three years and still not even scratch the surface. You know what I'm saying? But those macrobes are essentially, they call them angelic or demonic spirits, but they none but ancestors though. And we gotta understand that what we call good or evil doesn't apply to them. So them saying we need blood, for some reason, them saying we need blood, it didn't translate into European blood, it translated into indigenous blood. I ain't going to say mm-hmm. aboriginal, because that's, that's saying abnormal. It, it translated right. to an, indigenous. So what they did was we look at it as bad, but they freed a lot of niggas from this flesh to get back up in the spirit and get some more gnosis. But that's all I want to in with Mike, hold that Mike. thought. Mike, hold that, Go ahead. Thought. What's that? I
1: got a question. I got a question. Go ahead. So you got a group of macros that did what they needed to do to release a bunch of gods out of the flesh, right? Can mm-hmm. there be a group of macros that didn't want that to happen? Like, outside of creation, can there be macros warring against each other based upon what they want to do in the world of math? Of course. Of course. And goes back
3: look, look, Ajit.
2: Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Michael. I, I just want to say this real quick.
3: We, we already know from the caballion, like and unlike is the same, as above, so below. The microbes have an opposing force, which is the microbes. The microbes Jeez. down here, the little tiny particles that make up matter. you damn right there was a war in force. We got macrobes on a higher scale. We got microbes on a lower scale. you damn right it was an opposing force that was working
2: against. You're damn, damn right. I didn't
4: know that. Okay. That's dope. <laughs> like, think of,
2: like, think about it though. Think about this. Like, based on the information that I'm getting, humans are microbes to macrobes. Basically, that's what I'm saying. We small, we we so little here because we need little ass bodies, but that goes back to the Nephilim, the giants, the great old ones of being so vast and so the, what we are, the, the energy of us being so all encompassing, all encompassing, that <laughs> perspective a human will be a microbe. So, and that's, a, that's something exactly. else that scared the shit out of. That scared them. They exactly. like uh, the you, something I that's beyond this little ass shit. I got a question, Go
1: Shannon. Shannon, Mike, I got, I got one more question. Do you think there's anything a human has that has an advantage over a macro?
3: Yes. Yes. But but what? most humans don't use it right. What you, you said, okay, Who said no? no, I said so it, I'm, I'm gonna say talking this. About the heart? Are we talking about no no no. Heart? Oh hold on. I'm glad you said that. Yes. See, see, there were there see, okay, I'ma go back real quick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a quick history lesson. Uh I G and you gave me this piece about two weeks ago. I've been on Atlantis ever since you gave me those links to Atlantis, right? If you yes. look at the history of 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 matter of of beings on this planet, human beings, we've been we we've, we've continued to shrink. The the Lemurians and Hyperboreans were anywhere from 300 feet to 120 feet, and as you go down the root races, they got smaller and smaller. <laughs> so we were we we're descending smaller and smaller into the micro, right? So the point I'm making yeah. is there was, a benefit, there was a benefit to coming down here to this flesh. So there is, there is something to be held. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. There's something right. to be gained. Because when you come down to this micro, you got action that leapfrogging over what probably would take millennia of great cycles, would probably take a 100 of the 26,000 solar years. I'm talking about the, the, I mean, galactic years is like 26,000 years. So you imagine that these microbes that exist outside of time, those who did come down and fall into the flesh, there is an advantage. And our gen said it, it's in the heart. It's in mm. the heart. Somewhere most motherfuckers don't operate from. And most motherfuckers think that if you operate from your heart, that means you're supposed to be hella nice. And no, that's a right. corruption of the heart. Because we came here to feel and experience. This is ain't nothing but a fucking lab. Now you come right. to a lab, and you got, okay, the dude, okay, real quick, the dude, the white dude that uh, started the Jet Propulsion Labs, I can't think of his name. He was in a cultist, he was in a Theosophy Society. This is like the early 1920s. He's the one that started the Jet Propulsion Labs right before World War I and II. And he died at 35 in an experiment. He was mixing some, some volatile shit it exploded and he died. The dude was a fucking genius, though. But the thing about it is, if you operating from your heart and you just super nice, you know, IGN, you wrong. I be I watch IGN every day on Facebook bust somebody Heart. Not because he being mean, but because shit, I came here to be about my father's work. And so that's the advantage we got when you come down here and you operate out of your heart. Matter of fact, in this book by Manny P. Hall, the grand symbol of the mysteries uh, essays and, and uh, uh, a code anatomy. They say that uh, these, uh, there were Arabs. I forget the name they called Arabs at the time, not Moors, but they were, Oh, Sufis. These Sufis, Sufis was doing, uh, they were doing these experiments with living bodies, mostly animals. And they realized that on the esoteric level, if you cut an animal open and it was still alive, if you touched a certain part of the heart, it would burn, it would sear your finger, sear it like a blazing fire within your heart. See, that's what we come here to do, is that a heart shock will work. Now, if you ain't doing it, all your shit is unbalanced, then yes, there's nothing you can do to oppose nothing. You came here for nothing. And when you die, you're going to realize it, and you're going to say, fuck, I got to go back in. And that's reincarnation. And But that's it. That's all I want to say to answer the question that, yes, we do hold an advantage. But it's only for those, I hate to use the word, but it's only for the woke. And even then, if you woke, you got to do the right kind of work. It got to be focused and intent. And that's why operating from the yeah. heart chakra, in Kemet, in Kemet, if you operated from that plateau of the heart, the, uh, the god uh, Kephra, he operated from the level of his heart. He, he was mm-hmm. self-born from the, heart, from the heart level. And he operated right. from that point. If you operating truly on a god level from that part, yeah, you can spring beyond the macrobes and the macro's know it. And that's why they said we need blood. The blood they wanted, because the motherfucker that was woke in the seventeen hundreds, you can believe didn't know slave catcher get him. He didn't end up on no boat. He didn't have no listened foot and he wasn't called Toby. You know what I'm saying? And that yeah. that's what we here to do. That's what we here to do. And that's the only way we're gonna advance because the macrobes is up there saying, Man, we trying to win this game. So it's almost like Rooting against your favorite team,
2: but you want them to win anyway. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, I, like, yeah. I like that analogy. I like that. But back on what, uh, Jim, what you said is like, advantage. Like, I'm under the mindset that this is all our experiment within this matter. I'm talking about the from the ground up, like we this whole entire simulation. Mm-hmm. So how I look at, I don't, I don't uh, see myself as like my energy is being separate from the macros. You know what I'm saying? More so like. I look at the influence on on humanity, like, in studying, like, what free will is, it's like, I, I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not coming from a mindset of a, of, uh, of, uh, basically, I'm not thinking like a human when I'm tapping into this shit. I'm thinking like a, like, something else. You see what I'm saying? But more so, like, if, yeah, if it's the, kind of humanity, like the uh,
1: Yeah, it's kind of like the out-of-God concept in economic
2: concept, yeah, like, yeah, you're not... In yeah, you. yeah. All. Yeah, that's where I'm coming from. That's how. That's the only way. That's how I live. That's how I live every day. of thinking, not thinking like a human, and, and basically, um, developing mutant thoughts of going outside of what my brain telling me to do, and tapping into the, that yeah. chaos. I'm a chaos being. Yeah. that's the only way I know how to operate with this shit. So like basically, what we are as humans, this is a experience. The human experience that we have yep. and being in these bodies ain't shit, but a a, a, a glove for me. It's a glove for us because that melanin that we got that's operating within, that's making this body animate, that spirit, is coming is being pulled from another dimension. That dimension is where we at. You call the ancestors. The spiritual world. Go ahead. Shannon, you remember
3: the old school movie? Remember the old school movies with Jeff Goldblum, The Fly?
1: Yep. Yeah, I remember
3: that. Bro, that that, that yeah. was him that was him remember in, you got to remember that in Kemet the, uh, everything was anthropomorphized you know it had a human body with an animal head right. In, right. in that movie yeah. he was transcending all that human glove shit you mm-hmm. know
0: what I'm saying
3: and that was, that, was, that was showing the transformation the consciousness they used a fly oh. as an analogy but he slowly but surely transcended all human thought
0: That's what I'm saying.
3: And and that's that's how I take what you're saying. And that's what that's what the real work is is to transform because transmute the word we, we all throw it around. Transmutation. The word transmutation, if you do the etymology on it, it means to thoroughly change. Thoroughly change don't mean that you a God with a human dick. It don't mean that you a God with a human left left femur. Uh, transmutation means to thoroughly change, and that's that transmutation he underwent from from human to macro. But in this case, he went to the micro. They made him a fly.
2: But we right. all know
3: that swatting a fly, you gotta be a fucking kung fu master to swat a fly. So it it was still some <laughs> higher notes, even though they even though they took him down, it was still showing that transformation that he went through, and 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 in Gina Davis. It showed her the fact that man, she was still willing to love that nigga, even though he was right. going through that chain. You
2: know what I'm saying? But oh, I'm tracking. Uh, I'm I'm a bag up though. Yeah, so like that's another thing. Like I think that when I when I look at when i when I'm talking about this shit and I look at um like humans, I more so think of like white like as being totally identified with the ego and being human. See know what I'm saying? Basically, this yeah. is they yeah. sell, this and reality, this matter around is their. This is their reality. But from me, from my perspective, I know this is my dream. I'm dead, but dreaming. I'm not. I'm like, I'm a fucking um, necronomicon entity that's dreaming this reality into existence. And I know that when I wake up, their reality is gonna crumble. And that's what we see. So, but what I'm saying is, they. I don't studying free will i don't even believe they have free will because i'm saying what i'm saying is their impulses to think of do anything is coming from the subconscious mind that we dictate in, in their reality it's like we just like we mind controlling them and don't realize the power that we have in being able to influence matter itself in this reality this third dimensional reality this simulation or whatever and all the experiences that you know they, they doing being able to observe reality and see it do that tricky, spooky shit with atoms and the, you know, what I'm saying, the string theory and then quantum entanglement, it's telling them the motherfuckers that this reality, this matter itself that they seeing has an intelligence that they not necessarily being able to tap into directly because they missing something. What they missing is what we have, because we the operators, of this of this matter. and That's what I'm talking about. So as far as like a. I don't know. That I'm studying free will. It's almost like they don't even have free will. It's like, do your do a, do your microwave have free will? It's a tool. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't even think they have free will based on based on the impulses of everything that they have in their human anatomy is coming from the brain, and all that the brain is getting signals from the environment that they in. But the environment that they are in is our subconscious mind. You see what I'm saying? And we hey. dictating this reality from our subconscious mind. So go ahead. I, w- I want to say this hey. real I want to say this real quick.
3: Real quick. They they got mm-hmm. free will, but they exercise it not. You know what I'm saying? It's the same, it's oh. the same as a motherfucker who works 40 plus hours a week and on Saturday and Sunday don't do nothing but sit in the house, watch TV and mope. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, who said you can't read a book, get out, go for a walk, expand your consciousness. Now, motherfuckers got it but that's part of the fall part of the fall is when i mean i'm being i'm being facetious because nobody in the bible was real but part of the fall was when god rocked up on adam and said man what the fuck did you do that boy said man it was that woman you gave right instead of him bossing up instead of him bossing up and saying man get the fuck out of here i ate from the apple i know what you know you know what i'm saying what did you? nah He, he, he sink back into his human shell. And, and 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 the whole purpose of that allegory was, it's like when you go through those gateways in the dream, he was hit with a question, and his answer determined what part of the spectrum he failed to. Since he shrunk back to a human, I'm gonna banish you from the fucking uh from fucking Eden. because you didn't answer like a motherfucker who ate from the tree of knowledge, because a motherfucker who had ate from the tree of knowledge. He wouldn't be blaming that woman. He'd be saying, man, who is you to question me about this? I'm God. Because the serpent told Adam, surely once you eat from this fruit, you will be like him. But when God rocked up on him, did he act as an equal? No. He responded as an inferior. And that's the free will that the average motherfucker
2: don't exercise. That's the free will that they don't exercise. You know what I'm saying? That's interesting. Cause I'm looking at it like, I know again, like off like off the our mind, like our mind impulses that they everybody have and making a choice within duality, right? You gotta you go, you go do this, yeah. to do that. It's like a multi choice that humans have and being able to do anything, but they gotta make a choice itself. You see what I'm saying? They gotta choose something to do. Yep. And this. Like, yep. Whatever it is, that's like I'm saying. It's like whatever it is, a choice that a person makes from a human mindset. They have to make a choice, but it's that impulse for them to decide to do that is coming from somewhere. And it most people yeah. think it's coming from, from them. But what I'm saying is, it's coming from. It ain't coming from. It's being. It's under the illusion of. No, no. Right I, yeah, I, I I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing
3: with you. Uh, uh mm-hmm. one wow. I agree with you. And the thing about it is, that's why, you know what I'm saying, you let the, dead be, let the dead bury the dead. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because most people, they thinking that they thoughts of their own, but man, they react. They don't, you know what I'm saying? It's action and reaction. You know what I'm right. saying? And most react to whatever Donald Trump say. Man. Right. You, you, your your whole thought process has been reprogrammed for you. You know what I'm saying? you right. being fed with the thing. And if, and if you choose to respond to external stimuli, shame on you. Right, Continue as being real. my niggas.
2: Exactly. So, exactly. That's, so it's like, damn, like, what the fuck? Like, these, the tw- it's like every interaction that I go about, most of them that I have, you know what I'm saying, I'll I, 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 I view it from a scientific perspective as an experiment of social interaction, this interaction with different human beings in general. And being able to just sit and observe or just watch whatever it is and I'm looking at and you know what I'm saying. So it's just like like I say, I got my lab coat on all the time and I'm just out just doing regular human shit. But I always got the, you know what I'm saying, got the mindset of being able to take in everything that I'm looking at, or being able to psychically influence anything that I'm looking at and see if you know what I'm saying, test it out, see where I see what results I get from that, you know what I'm saying? Being able to trust what it is I'm seeing or whatever. So it's like I'm under the, okay. the self-agnosis of being able to ro- reprogram my subconscious mind and being able to just, there's a certain mindset that I have that that's like, I, I don't know how to not think like this. I don't know how to not control my reality. I don't know how to not be the, you know what I'm saying, be the God of all that is and shit like that. And I know that nothing exists outside of my subconscious mind. So why can't I not influence it if it's coming from my subconscious mind? And if I'm there in the environment, collapse she, it from, from the going start. You see what I'm saying? So that's like, Hey Sammy. Oh, so hey, I gotta,
1: got that, that's what. I want to know what you guys think about this. I'm sorry, Michael, go, go ahead. I want to know what you guys think about this. No, no, so go ahead. Go. I'm of the opinion right. I'm of the opinion right now that a a macro that's actually done the fall has an advantage of a macro that never did it. Right? Right. Because they mm-hmm. have the advantage of having the experience of dealing in the world of matter and having emotions and shit like that. So when they find their way out outside the world of matter again, stop reincarnating, they can actually be they're actually more powerful than the macrobe that never took the fall yet. Now right. do you think do you think there are macrobes that have purposely come down, have fallen in the world of matter and purposely re- keep reincarnating? And actually know the way out. Come back out just to be more, just to be more powerful than they were when they first came back
2: in. I,
1: I, I mean,
2: I feel like I, I feel like I've done that. I feel like, I feel like, you know what I'm saying. I can't accept. I can't. That's I don't believe that I'm here by accident. I'm doing this shit by accident. I feel like I'm being directed under a script that I wrote for me, based on before I even incarnated in the flesh. I feel like I'm carrying out my life's work doing this shit. So it's like, I don't think that, I, I feel that, you know what I'm saying, being a macro, being the incarnate here, being able to do this work, this DNA activations and shit like that, I feel personally, me, from my perspective, that, you know what I'm saying, of course, that, you know what I'm saying, we, we got the choice of being able to do this shit. Like, I don't, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't look at none of this shit as an accident. I look at this shit as a scientific experiment. And what better way to conduct an experiment than to be... You know I'm saying, then go go in your experiment to see what it is. You know what I'm saying, but not falling in love with it, or so to speak, not having human thoughts and thinking this shit is real. You know what I'm saying, not falling in love with your with a, with a dream. You know what I'm saying, not believing your dream is real, thus making this reality that much more alluring to your. You know what I'm saying your five senses, and then I guess you become trapped down here because it, because your human ego took over. Like I look at all, like I said, I look at this shit is is an experiment. And what better way to experiment this shit than to do? You know what I'm saying? Go within it, and then come back out with the experience of you know what I'm saying. All that pool of experience that we get, being able to take that back, take that shit back home, and now we got a better understanding of what it is to you know what I'm saying. Have a human experience. So most definitely, I gotta say yes to that shit because like I don't, I don't you see none of this shit. In accident. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that nobody can make you do anything because you got like who the fuck gonna make you do anything when you. You know what I'm saying? You're the creator of all that is. That's how I look at all of y'all. I look at all of y'all here for that reason. Like, y'all here for a reason to do y'all work. Nobody made you do this work. You decided to do this work, and you're here to carry it out. You know what I'm saying? That's how I see that shit. That's the only way. You know what I mean? You know, I-, I, I, wonder, I wonder
1: if there's certain macros that's purposely down here in the world of matter, that's just purposely uh, transferring their consciousness to different human vessels just to stay right. down here. Like, it could be a nigga down here that's like 18 million years old. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you know what I mean? And like, when I when I yeah. decides to reincarnate back out of creation, you know, he has some type of, he, he's on a different evolutionary scale in the quantum world. You see what I'm saying? Right. All that experience down here.
2: Don't you feel like you can do that if you wanted to? No, yeah. I think I think that's I've done I'm it already <laughs> a few times. That's what I'm saying. But I just think there's older niggas. You. I
1: think this. I think there's older. What? niggas I think there's older macros down here doing this shit.
2: Most definitely, yeah, I and, that's and that's what you know, I'm okay. well, being honest, what it is. You know, I agree with that shit. That's how. That's how I feel. Well, and, uh, Mike,
4: what you think? I feel like we've exercised a lot on this topic. We've been on this for an hour and 15 minutes already. We got a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, Shannon, is there anything else on, uh, I know I'm going to butcher this name again, but Mark, Mark. Macrobes. Macrobes.
2: Do uh, anything else on macrobes? Basically, what I want to, what I want to relate, man, is I want to stress this shit. Before anybody tap into that shit or having that realization that confirmation that you have within your soul whatever man, you have to reprogram your subconscious mind you gotta you gotta reverse your thinking you gotta upgrade your um you know what I'm saying what it is that you say you are and become it and live it and actually you know what I'm saying put that shit to practice, you see what I'm saying you gotta whatever human thought a limitation that you have in your mind. You gotta fucking upgrade your shit. You gotta upgrade it, and you gotta do that shit under the mindset that you got, that you everything that you say you are. You see what I'm saying? And one of the re, one of the ways that I'm able to tap into this energy, man, is because of the subconscious reprogramming that I do. That I listen to every night, every day, through certain mantras, through certain chants that I listen to in my headphones. So it's a certain, it's an automatic thing for me now, being able to just. Uh, embody certain energies or whatever be able to pick up psychic impressions from different people or just to be able to just you know what i'm saying be within this reality or in my environment and and actually tap into the, the uh the motherfucking energy that's that's manifesting everything you know what i'm saying through melbourne through the gigs both field. you know what i'm saying about studying that shit and but it's a mindset that i have that i can't it's like, I, why can't I ac- accomplish this shit? Why can't I tap into this shit? So it's like by trusting my intuition, by not thinking logically, you know what I'm saying, stepping outside of my brain, what my brain impulses is telling me to do, and just trusting my spirit and, and that chaos energy and what what that, those impressions that I'm getting. And now that, that, that way, in my opinion, being able to reprogram your subconscious mind, you got to do that shit before you can even, you know what I'm saying, start to even... Tap into this shit and being able to read it and understand that this, uh, these macros or these great old ones is, uh, is talking about you on a much higher level, on a much higher fucking plane of existence than this uh, feeble, mirror human body that you think you are. You know what I'm saying? This ain't shit, but your fucking. This ain't shit, but a glove for you, man. This This ain't shit, but a, a stepping stone for uh, the. You know what I'm saying? The most, the more powerful um, identity that we all have. You know what I'm saying? So. More so identifying with your spirit more so than your human body. And you have to reprogram your subconscious mind. You got to face everything that you got within your subconscious mind to be able to even have the thought of being able to tap into this shit, in my opinion. So that's what I want to say on the macro. But study that shit. Google it. Michael Sarian. Um, you gotta, you know I'm saying? Michael. He said he's going to drop all the links, man. I mean, it's all kind of interesting ass shit, man. But have the mindset going into it that and identify what they, what it is that they're talking about, man, because we're we're all that, that there is, you know what I'm saying, and nothing exists outside of our subconscious mind. So if, if, if there's any angels or demons that they talk about, you know they gotta be talking about what you are or what you embody, you know what I'm saying? It goes by different names, through different cultures, but at the end of the day, it's you. You see what I'm saying? So that's the, like I said, that's the mindset that I had to have in being able to tap into this, the necronomicon, or any of the magical work that I'll be doing, but Having that mindset and the confidence, man, and being able to do this shit is a must. You gotta have it. If you don't, you're not gonna, you ain't gonna be able to really hey. tap into this shit. Hey, it make it make sure that heart chakra, right.
1: That's <laughs> right. Make sure. Hey, hey, make sure. hey. Hey, 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 listen. Gotta.
3: hey I did I, I, I know was bet. cut off going, I was going crazy talking. I didn't know I was cut off, right? Mm-hmm. I I, I but I just want to say this to Shannon: what you said about whether you make sense or not, to me, to me, that taps into the Azathoth, You know what I'm saying? How he's just right. blind, crazy did, did y'all hear me say that before? No. No, I didn't hear you say that shit. But I'm happy you I, did. I, I was, I thought I was talking, but I looked up and I was, I was logged off. I just want to say that to to the uninitiated. Right to the uninitiated, like motherfuckers be saying, I watch IGN every day on 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 social media, and he go crazy. And to the uninitiated, and I, I say uninitiated, not like they in the in the in the quote unquote conscious community, but they haven't reached that level of knowing yet. And I watch when he right. drops certain shit, motherfuckers go crazy for a split second, then they get quiet because they don't know what else to say. IGN just right. chop their head off like Highlander. He absorbed all the energy. But the point I want to make is to the uninitiated, to the higher realms, it might seem crazy. But if you look at Azathoth, he's a blind, mad god searching for his daughter, sitting in his own feces, and he's playing this discordant tune. It's not on rhythm, it makes sense to no one. But guess what? The other gods dancing to it. All, right. all the other gods. They all dance to Agatha's tune. And to me, that's when our Jean or Shannon or or Eugene, when y'all get on there and say something and nobody get it, I'm gigging to that. I'm dancing. I'm dancing mm-hmm. to that guy's tune. Because I ain't on no two, four, six rhythm. I'm on a one, three, five, seven rhythm. And mm-hmm. I feel exactly what this so the whole thing is this it's all chaos. We tapped on it earlier when we was offline it was me, I, Jen, and Gene, and we was talking about uh, CERN and Mandela Effect, and just to tie it all in, I'm convinced of the fact that what CERN ain't making no noise. CERN is probably, we thinking it's a big machine that's colliding atoms and doing all kind of shit. The first thing I, I came to the conclusion of with CERN is, if you're trying to recreate the big bang on a micro scale, right? The Big Bang supposedly created the universe. On a micro scale, if your if your experiment is successful, you destroy planet Earth on a micro scale. So no, CERN is not doing what we think they're doing. CERN is a think tank. They're doing thought experiments, and they throw the information out there to see what niggas bite on and what you know, what I'm saying what motherfuckers gravitate to, and eventually right. it's going to be some. Tw- old kid that's going to figure something out and give them some game. They're not colliding, no act. They ain't fit to recreate the Big Bang on a micro level because if an atom, you can split an atom and make a bomb that could destroy a continent. If you create the motherfucking Big Bang on a micro scale, what do you have? No more Earth. Yeah, we know that. We know that's now they time trying to do. Right, exactly. But, but the point I'm making is what's really going on is thought experiments that's all it is it's think tanks and they sit up and uh, me and IGN touched on it on Facebook a couple days ago because the, the new religion of science put out some shit that the outer realm of the solar system which is the Kepler belt we know the Kepler belt is just one more block if you should happen to make it outside of the dome there's one more block where you can't leave the solar system that's the Kepler belt but they're saying now There's a wall around the solar system, right? Man, that's a thought experience to see what motherfuckers talk about on Facebook. And and before I get too far off topic, I got to say this. Most don't realize the purpose of Facebook. Facebook was designed for professionals and intellectuals to share their knowledge. Right now, only thing motherfuckers doing on Facebook is sharing their knowledge. You think in this social and you having fun, but it was designed for scientists to share their notes. What you think is going yeah. on? Somebody say, man, I tapped into ball," and he said, man, Lilith told me this. It's the dark side, nigga. It's the light side. Scientists are sharing their results on social media, but it ain't no rocket scientists. It's metaphysicians and the coaches." So I just had to mm. say, uh, I know for a fact that I seem insane to most of the people I know in real life. All I get is is questions of, man, what are you posting on Facebook today? You all right? People? <laughs> hey, but but I know that as a scientist, I'm here to, to generate, operate, and destroy. You know what I'm saying? And, and so yeah. I just, on the topic of macrobes, microbes, and that middle plane, which is the heart chakra, I'm going to push that because I know we're going into it, but that middle point, that middle point, them chambers of the heart, because I was talking about the Manly P. Hall book, uh, Essays in the Code Anatomy, and it's been said throughout time that within the heart, those inner chambers, you know, we always be we, we big on the pineal gland. Everybody say the pineal gland, the pineal gland. But keeping it solid, the heart, if you look at Kabbalah, the heart is chained to all the other sephoras. No other sephira except for maybe Kether and, 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 and uh, Da'od. Those are the only two that can claim to have any connection to all the, all the spheres of thought. And so the heart, which is synonymous with, with Tiferet, is, is there to experience all that gnosis. You know what I'm saying? You can be big on Saturn, which is what? But nah, you can be big on Neptune or Pluto. You can, you can go there if you want to, but it's all about the heart. You know what I'm saying? And the heart is where the party is at, because that's where you feel and experience from a real level. Even if I decided, man, I can't stand these niggas. You operating from a heart level, and that's where it's at. Even if it don't make no sense to nobody, and you blind ass as a thought, playing this weird ass tune, but guess what? All the other guys is
2: dancing to it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you I get mean, you got me uh We gonna have to do another show on the Necronomicon. Can I? Ain't, man, I got, I, I can go all day on that shit. <laughs> I can do that all day. But I'm happy you brought that shit up. Being pure heart with the heart chakra, man. That's that's being able to have that that vision and being able to take all this shit in. But knowing that's the gateway, man. That's the gateway back into the higher realms, man. You gotta have that shit. You gotta have the foundation of having that shit. Pure heart being doing anything that we're doing, you know what I'm saying? Doing this work, doing this Yeah. Work. Hey.
4: Well, speaking but, of the heart, yeah. Michael, why
2: don't you jump into the heart
4: chakra and uh, let's get into some of that. Let's let's jump right in on the uh, heart
3: chakra. We'll start with Michael. Okay, let's, let's, let's do some heart chakra real quick. I mean, uh, the Sanskrit name for the heart chakra is Anahata, right? It's located in the region of... It, now, let me say this. For anybody that might be new, to chakras and working on chakras your heart chakra is not located in your heart it's located the chakras are along your spine right so when you work with your heart chakra you can you can meditate on your heart and there's nothing wrong with it but it's actually attached to your spine so it's actually behind a little above a little below to the left or right but that's where it's at it's actually attached to your to your spinal column you know what I'm saying? That's why, uh, not to get off track, but that's why in masonry you have to be an upright man. It's all about the spine. You know what I'm saying? And the uh, thing about the heart chakra is, if you imagine all the colors of the chakra, which is the seven colors of the rainbow, it's actually like going along your spine that makes it a jeweled, like a jeweled bracelet. Or a cherry. Chakra's dead smack in the center. So, like Shannon just said, you can operate from your heart and go higher, but guess what? At times, you got to work down and get into your lower self. That's when our gen go on there and be slaying, motherfuckers. You got to work down. Sometimes you got to operate from that sacral, from that, from, that, from, that, from that heart. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to do that work. You, you know what I'm saying? You work back up, and you go to that heart chakra. You. But at that heart chakra level, you actually, like I use the analogy of Kabbalah Tree of Life, from the heart, you got action that going everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, so, believe it or not, uh, uh, I'm, I'm of the belief that all of this stuff is in three. It deals with your body, with your psyche. I say psyche and not mind because psyche is the Greek word for soul. But we ain't going to say soul because most motherfuckers ain't got that deep. We're going to say spirit. But we'll say body mind slash spirit and then the stars and the heavens and everything above. That's what all of this relates to. It's all in three parts or more. You know what I'm saying? So with your heart chakra when you operate from the heart chakra you got to always remember that you're dealing with those different levels because from there you can go anywhere. You can go below, you can go or you can stay on that green planet. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I gotta drop a movie real quick I'm big on movies. If anybody hasn't seen The Shack with the dude Sam Wellington, the dude from Avatar, I don't know if y'all seen the movie Shack, but The Shack is a straight heart chakra movie. All heart chakra. And it's about forgiving yourself, forgiving others, because I'll be honest, once I got into my heart chakra, I didn't realize how much pent up anger I had towards my mom. I'm a 70s baby. i up getting whoopings with that African spoon and hung on the wall. You know what I'm saying? And you don't realize, though, that the heart chakra is referred to as the place of the wounded child, right? That's literally where all your magic comes from, is the heart chakra. You know what I'm saying? So being at that middle point, that point of balance, and it applies to the Kabalians and the hermetic principles. I believe that the heart chakra corresponds, uh, I, if somebody can correct me, I think the heart chakra corresponds to either rhythm or polarity on the uh, scale of the seven hermetic principles because each of those hermetic principles correspond to a chakra. And I I believe it's rhythm, Mm -hmm. but if it's not rhythm, it's polarity. might be polarity because polarity is the hermetic principle of balance, of like and unlike being the same and assuming the middle point. And just without yeah, going... Maybe through, rhythm because you know, the uh, heart has a rhythm. It, it's probably rhythm. You're right. It's probably rhythm. Yeah, because the heart has a uh, rhythm. I mean, the heart has a rhythm, so it's probably rhythm. Yeah. It's probably rhythm. But just to say that that we have a lot of resources when it comes to chakras. It's not just about getting a book. Because we have... Okay, look at it like this. We have... Uh, there's seven seas, Seven continents. Um seven layers, uh, there's so many sevens that all apply to the chakras. Just like while we're talking chakras, the earth has seven chakra points. And, and, and any yeah. body, any land mass, any, any vehicle all corresponds to the body. It's, there's nothing you can't get that you can't break down into seven pieces. And if you have the number seven, there's a center point, there's a central point, and that's going to be your heart chakra. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, Real quick, and I'm going to pass the mic, there's a very simple meditation you can do to work on your heart chakra. Uh, uh, There's lots of little binaural beats you can get on YouTube or anywhere else. Brother Panic has uh, chakra music. You can go anywhere and get it. You don't even have to pay for it. But the thing you do is you focus on your heart chakra and you envision a, a rose. Now, I got this technique from C. Firmineo, one of his videos. And in channels, I took mine a little deeper. Since the heart chakra was green, I envisioned a rose, a green rose, and I watched it sprout from a seed. Because what you gotta realize is, man being the micro of the macro, we talking about microbes and microbes, man is that small oak tree that's inside of every acorn. You plant it, in it water, plenty of light, it's gonna grow and expand. That's the tree of life. That's the uh, Nordic tree. In Nordic mythology, that's all uh, uh, analogy and symbology for the man. So when you operate from your heart chakra, there's always the potential to grow and become more. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I just want to say uh, I got off track. Fuck. But still, I just to wrap it up is you have to realize that your chakra system, which is chakras is a script for spinning wheels. It's not just this metaphysical concept of wheels spinning. These are energy vortexes. Some spin outwardly, some spin inwardly. Uh, if I'm correct, because uh, muladhara, the 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 root chakra wins in, sacral chakra spins out. Uh uh, uh not, Yeah, sacral spins out. Um, solar plexus spins in. Heart chakra spits out. I may be wrong, but the bottom line no, is your right. chakras are, right. I'm okay, but your chakras are not just these metaphysical wheels spinning in your body these are powerhouses and at the heart of your powerhouse is your heart chakra now a lot of a lot of my alchemists out there will be familiar with the green lion devouring the sun now this is an alchemical statement that applies to transformation but it's also astrological and physiological because the lion represents the sign of Leo Leo is the lion it's in the summer it represents your heart so we got this green lion devouring the sun the reason why it's devouring the sun is because within you is the true sun that don't shine yellow it don't shine gold it's all black that soul niger the black dot that point within the circle and that's what you're trying to activate. When I was in meditation on my heart chakra with the C-Ferminelle thing, where I, I visioned a seed, okay, I got back on track. The seed grew. I would watch it grow out of the earth. I would watch the stem come out. I would watch the thorns come out. It would grow. I would watch the leaves come out. I would see a bud. The bud would eventually start to grow. And I, I would, it, it would be leaning a little bit. Then it would turn towards the sun and open up. Well, my, my heart chakra flower it's green. It has pinkish red veins, and the tips are all gold, and has this little semen-like dew on it. It's real sticky. But the point I'm making is, uh, as you watch this chakra, as you watch it, it's a living, breathing thing that represents you. Your spine is the is the trunk of that tree, and what grows from it is the fruit of life, the the fruit that you ingest and take of. So I just want to say that for anybody working with their chakras, most people take chakras as some abstract thought. No, it's not a physical thing. It's not associated with your physical heart, but it's there to be worked with and developed. And the more thoughts you put into it, the more it's activated. And the reason why your heart chakra projects outward because love is something you give, just like hate is something you give. If you keep your love or your hate to yourself, it's like taking poison somebody and waiting for somebody else to die. It's not going to happen. It's something you got to give and share, which is why you can go on Facebook and destroy somebody's whole little made-up world and not be wrong. <laughs> You're operating from your heart shock. You know what I'm saying? It's out of love. Keep it, out of love because keeping the real, on on a lot of levels, you care way more than I do. You know, uh, I I hear some erroneous shit, and I just say, hmm, I never thought about that, and I make a conscious note to never comment on that post again, and I'm done. I've moved on. You know, right right quick before I get off the mic, uh, L Mel right on Facebook. Oh yeah, says I the, he says some of the most discordant shit known to men. But but at the same time. <laughs> He shake motherfuckers' games it. up. Come on, man, come on. He 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 say some shit, and I just sit back and say, uh, fly trap." <laughs> Anybody uh... getting their body up? Fly trap. And, and I love <laughs> it. But the whole thing is, uh, the whole thing is when you're dealing with your heart chakra, there is no good and bad. There is no evil. There is no righteous. You know, uh, when I was working on my heart chakra, real tough. I made up my mind I was going to channel Nina Simone. I rarely try to channel famous people. But I said, I'm going to channel Nina. Well, I worked at it. I worked at it. She wasn't coming through like I wanted. I worked I worked. When I finally tapped in and we talked, do you know what happened? Man, I, I woke up in tears. And I cried like a baby. I couldn't even stop sobbing. And my wife was like, what's wrong? It took me a while to understand that. That's those roaring waters of noon within your heart chakra. You know, Nina Simone experienced a lot of pain in the flesh, and obviously, whatever level I hit, but tears, nothing but tears. Yeah. So I'm saying that when you when you do get to that heart chakra, you do that work. What I spoke on the meditation of seeing the flower grow. My personal mantra was, "I am God, I am perfect love," uh, something along that line. And I would repeat it over and over as I drifted off to sleep. But the bottom line is, a lot of motherfuckers used to do heart chakra work. And they think that heart chakra means namaste. And no, it doesn't. Heart chakra is not namaste. Heart chakra is a uh, Highlander shit. I'm going to meet you at the top of this hill and chop your fucking head off. Because mm-hmm. yeah. what I don't know is, we own this pineal heavy. We hear the Garden of Eden, they got kicked out. Everybody assumes that's the fall from the spirit to matter. No. The pineal gland is one of the analogies for the heart. You could operate in your heart and be right there synonymous with your pineal. When Adam and Eve got kicked out of the Garden of Eden, it was a place of green and lush and plenty. They got kicked out of their heart chakra, man. Right. So why else do you think they why else you think they felt guilty and put put aprons over their loins? They they, they descended Amen. to the lower realms. It was all hell. Damn, that's What? that yeah, was a, that did. was a brilliant analogy. Yeah. I never heard that before. Now I'm not saying that the Garden of Eden doesn't correspond to the pineal, but keeping it real, the Garden of Eden is a lower place because uh, mm-hmm. it was John Henry Clark that said heaven. Is in between the legs of a black woman. But keeping it real, that wasn't heaven. Man didn't fall from heaven, man fell from paradise. Garden of Eden is either your heart or the motherfucking sacral chakra, the, the genitals. You know what I'm saying? Right. That was of Yeah. Because yeah. Adam, 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 yeah. Adam got pussy. Adam got pussy and, and went ape shit crazy. Yeah. Lied on the bitch, blamed yeah. it all on her. You get know what I'm saying? <laughs> so the point right. Is,
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> the point I'm
3: making it, all of that is from the heart chakra and below that was the fall because if you operate from that platform of your heart like Keppra you don't go no lower Keppra rode the sun every day the heart chakra is the sun it's color is gold that that ball that, that Kepler rode around that was the sun that was your heart chakra and I'm a bag up I want somebody else to drop I just wanted to say that in terms of eating your heart chakra, focus on it, meditate, bring that shit alive. And, and the heart chakra is one of the few places you can work from if you haven't really gotten your lower chakras in order. But you still want to work on work. But you can jump to the heart, do some serious work, balance all of them lower motherfuckers in one yeah. you know. Go ahead, Jim.
2: because you know, hey, that
1: kind of – go ahead, Shannon.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no! I'm telling you to go, nigga. I want you to go. <laughs> oh,
1: please. Oh, nah. I, I was just saying, Mike. That that really kind of corresponds to to the allegory and Genesis, also, because um, and I was talking to Gene about this a little earlier, and you know, the mythology where you know Lucifer didn't want to prostrate before Adam and, and and all that shit, right? Right. Uh-huh. So, so we was talking about macrobes or whatever. We talk about angelic and and, and demonic forces. So I was talking to Gene, and I was like, well, when you really look at it, angels can only be one way, right? And most of the time, they looked as benevolent, right, the seraphim. And then you got demons mm-hmm. who can only be one way, right, which you consider benevolent, right? So mm-hmm. the whole beef with Lucifer was like, well, I'm not prostrating before this, this human, this, 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 this dude made out of clay. But the, what the science was, was like, well, he didn't understand that Adam had the heart. He had the heart chakra, so he was able to feel. And 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 from from my studies, the heart chakra deals with a lot of deals with uh compassion, right? Mm-hmm. So he was able to feel compassion for certain things that the seraphim and 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 the other angelic beings couldn't feel. So that's what kind of made him special. Right? right. He can work his way either way. The rhythm is what Mike was saying. That's it. That's
3: right. And, that's why I, I- I, I, I just ahead, want to Mike. say real quick, there's a lot of there's a lot of work that have been written about Lucifer, right? And, and what mm. you gotta realize is, what you gotta realize is, uh, and I'm speaking this from a from a dead Christian level, real quick. For those who, you know, even if you even if you worship Lucifer, which I hope to God nobody is. but I just want to say that, and I don't say I hope you ain't worshiping me because I'm a Yahwehite or some Israelite. You're supposed to be beyond all these energies. They're here to serve you. But the thing is, if you really realize it from an occult standpoint, Lucifer rebelled because he he was looking at God like, you lost your mind, motherfucker. And the Bible went, man, you actually need to bow down this shit to this flesh that's bad. I forget who said it that wrote a lot did a lot of work on it but what he said was Lucifer rebelled out of love he didn't rebel because he thought he was a shit but he was like you know what if I'm bowing down to anybody it's going to be G.O.D. I don't bow down to flesh I don't bow down to something that's going to blame it on this bitch you know what I'm saying and so a lot of times people get it yeah. twisted especially with the dark side work you ain't dark or light. You that point in the middle. And all these energies work for us. I think it was Helena Baraski in uh, The Secret Doctrine that said, man, it's time for all these gods to die and all these gods that exist now, I'm talking about from Lord Krishna, Cthulhu Mythos, Yahweh, Lucifer, you name them all. It's time for them to die and be reabsorbed and come anew. The reabsorption is us and what we're talking about right now. But all these deities played out. They played out. You know what I'm saying? But motherfuckers still, yeah. like in class, still playing these dead thought forms. They did their work. It's here for us to study. Real quick, I'm going to say this. Most don't even realize that 90% of the magic that motherfuckers is doing is based off of the, uh, the motherfucking uh, uh, coming forth by day and night. It's all based on dead magic. All them comedic, all that comedic magic is funeral rites. So most of the motherfuckers working magic right now is doing dead man magic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not that I'm, I'm, I'm endorsing uh, living and material, but I'm saying the whole point is to evolve beyond that shit. Like our genius. He got his own pantheon for the Gowatia. That's where it's at. That's where it's at. It's about transcending that shit. It's about choosing. If if my choice is bow down to this flesh or fall down even more, man, knock me down, my nigga. I'm I'm going down. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what it's all about. It's about transmutation. It ain't about worshiping none of these deities. I'm not I'm talking about Christ, Krishna. You name them all. It's not about worshiping none of them. It's about absorbing those energies and transcending above them. You know what I'm saying? But yeah,
4: yeah. Anyway, you Hello? Right? Yeah, I'm right here. Uh, it muted. Chan, Chan, uh, you there?
2: Yeah, I had a loud ass playing flower. I'm happy you did that shit. Thanks. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> no. Chan, uh, what do you got on the root chakra? Or heart. The heart. Oh, sorry. Chakra. The heart. Heart shock. I'm sorry. The heart. Yeah. One of the one of the ways, man, and this is recently, and this is like some personal shit. Like you was talking about dealing with your parents. One of the things that I had to do recently was forgive my parents for being human. You know what I'm yep, saying? Going up. Yep. And I had yeah, to. Man. But you talk about that compassion. Like I'm not, cause like I'm gonna tell y'all some real shit. Like. I grew up, you know what I'm saying, I got two brothers whatever, you know what I mean, but my older brother, we got a different pops than me and my other brother, but you know what I'm saying, but recently, I like, my whole life, I always thought that my biological dad was not my pops, right? So I got, like, a DNA test and shit, I ain't sent the results into the lab to get the results, but I confronted my mom about this shit and I've been feeling this shit for like thirty years. You see what I'm saying? All that tension and all that shit you talk about, all that pressure built up, it was in my heart chakra. I felt it. Every time I was around my mom, anytime I was talking about my talking to my dad about this shit, and him telling me that he don't think he my dad or he don't think he my father or whatever, all of those, all that energy and that that shit, all that pressure and all those raw emotions was in my heart. So recently, within like let me see like last month. I had to confront my mom about this shit, but I confronted her with this shit through compassion, through understanding that, you know what I'm saying? If my dad is not my dad, I'm not upset. I'm not mad about it. You know what I'm saying? I had to let her know how I was feeling. You see what I'm saying? And she took yeah. that shit horribly. Like I, I, like I didn't trust her or whatever, but I was letting her know that it's all good, that I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm not upset. I need to, you, you gotta know how I feel. You know what I'm saying? So I like get that off my chest, but that, man, that that shot, my, that shot me up, man. My energy, my everything just went up from that point from me just relinquishing that pressure that I had in my heart chakra or whatever and dealing with that shit because growing up, I always felt that, always had resentment toward my mom because of this shit. You know what I'm saying? I always felt some type of way. Me looking at my older brother don't look shit like me because I know he is dad, not my dad. But my younger brother, who looked just like who I was thinking of was my biological father, knowing that it ain't. And me looking at, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't look like none of these niggas. I don't look like nobody on the side of the family. So all of that shit was cool, All of that shit I was taking in, but I had to understand that, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I, just, I gotta forgive my parents for being human. You know what I'm saying? This is if all of this shit within this reality is an illusion, how can I take that shit that serious, that deep? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yep, yep, yeah, you, Most definitely. Myself, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey Shannon. Yourself. Shannon, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I just
3: want to say this to you. You know, right mm-hmm. now, in, in our in our current vocabulary, everybody see clones everywhere, right? <laughs> oh, he a clone. Gucci made a clone. Kid Bu a clone, so-and-so's a clone. But what I'm really is, like you just said, uh, uh, if you came to this matter, and it's all Maya, it's all an illusion, how can you take it so seriously? But how I see this current little clone talk, um, in Sanskrit, in the Hindu religion, whenever a god chooses to come into the physical form, it's called an avatar, right? What you are right now in the flesh is an avatar. You chose your parents, whether your daddy's your physical father or not, you chose both of them, right? And so what motherfuckers see is clone and not real and all that shit, it's really a part of the collective unconscious that's acknowledging none of this shit is real. None of it. All of us right here on this panel are Gene, Gene, Shannon, man, we was probably brothers, sisters, uncles, daddies to each other in another lifetime. And we made agreements to say, hey, I'm going to come back and you know what? I'm going to find your ass on technology. I'm going to find your ass on the web and we're going to link up and we're going to do raw shit. But it's all about agreements. It's agreements that we make and the clone shit to me is just acknowledging that, man, none of this shit is real. Because I don't believe that the government is making clones like that. Because if they can make clones that easily, if they can clone Gucci Man and the feds, right. then guess what? They wouldn't need niggas. I mean, they would clone everybody. Yeah. And we would, we would be living off the Georgia guide stones, which say it should only be five hundred thousand humans on the planet. You could have five hundred thousand humans and everybody else be clones, and there you go. The so called Illuminati agenda is achieved. No. Clones ain't that easy to make, cause if they was, we wouldn't be talking shit and swallowing spit right now. You know yeah.
0: yeah,
2: right. I just, I look at that shit as, as another, another distraction they give niggas to keep niggas human, bro. Keep niggas, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Criticizing somebody for agreeing with it or not, it's just, it ain't doing shit but increasing, you know what I'm saying? Ignorance. You know what I'm saying? Who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? Like that shit, that shit ain't to me. Ain't ain't, ain't got shit to do with you know. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, Shannon. I gotta say this. I gotta say
3: this. It don't matter to us right now. But guess what? In the coming Mm -hmm. aeons, it's it's shaping something right now. Right now, we live in a time of no current mythology. There is no. The only mythology we got right now is hundreds of years old. There is no current mythology. So all the ignorance. Everything we accept right now as being bullshit, and I, I'm going to include the metaphysical and the cult too. At, mm. some point in, at some point in the future, it's all going to be fact. It's going to oh, be. Uh, met-
0: yeah. You
3: dig? It, even, even, even in our ignorance, it serves a point because right now we create new pantheons, we create yeah, new mythology.
2: You just gave me a transmission with that shit. Not nah, now. Nah, nah, I get what you're saying. I get it. I get it. I agree with you. Because yeah, yeah. We, it's bullshit, it's bullshit right now. Yeah, we speaking things. to like They won't
1: even call it clones. Two hundred years from now, probably they'll call it something totally different. They won't call it clone. They were like, you know, they were like two hundred years ago. They used to call us clones, but they'll have a different terminology altogether. Right now, we're like, general. exactly. You know I mean?
3: Yeah, exactly. It'll, be it'll be the norm. That that's. That's the point I'm making. It'll be the norm. It'll be accepted. Just like just like you could go back, what is it, uh, 60 years ago, they said nobody can run a one-minute mile. That was an accepted fact. N- no vehicle can go faster than the speed of sound. That was an accepted fact. Yeah. Now, okay. now, little kids that don't know nothing about aerodynamics know, maybe you got supersonic planes that go faster than sound. What do you mean? So, right. even in our ignorance, it's a sign of true gnosis. That's why I let the dead be about their work, while I'm about right. my work. Because the dead, the dead is just like say we making gumbo, right? The dead mm-hmm. is all the shit in the gumbo. The dead people, they crabs and the and the corn and the potatoes and the roux. You, the scientist, you're the chef, and you're preparing mm-hmm. the meal. You, you what would you have to work with if you didn't have dead motherfuckers? There would be nothing to work with because you can't work with yourself because you know thyself. The right. only thing left, the only material to work with is the so-called dead. But the dead people, believe it or not, they operate under the uh, unconscious collective. Mm-hmm. That's what they operate from. So even in their deadness, It's Gnosis. And as a scientist, it's your job to say, as a scientist, you say I'm gonna take a little bit of this dead shit, a little bit of that dead shit, or put in some Mm. of my shit, and then you work from there. That's all it is. But yeah, uh uh, Mm. let chaos rain. Let chaos rain.
2: Because two thousand years Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, no, go ahead. Mm. There's a uh there's a uh,
3: fantasy novel. It's a series, 13 books. That I love it's called The Will of Time, right? And and one of the sayings in The Will of Time is, let chaos reign. You know what I'm saying? So in a lot of ways, that's why, Shannon, you bust so many jokes and post your memes. As a chaos mm-hmm. being, it's time, for, it's time for you to reign. So you posting something funny. But somebody else going to stop and say, damn, I never thought about that shit. That's some <laughs> real shit. It's funny. That's some real shit. Because right now, we're in a state of non-being. It's very few It's very few human beings on this planet. Mostly we got humans doing. We don't got human beings. We got humans doing. So the few humans that are being, they take being about their father. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and that's, that's the only way I can see it. Because I experiment on my kids constantly. That's like, that's like the only benefit that I can see to having kids. Man, mm-hmm. I, did, I, <laughs> <my> kids. <laughs> I did. I did dream studies with my kids for about six months straight. I mean, every night. We would do the uh, apple exercise where you close your eyes. Get up out your body. Go get an apple. You know, I, I mean, who else Who else is receptive to try some occult shit without being afraid? Children. I agree.
2: I agree. And there's a
4: connection going to be there, too, because you know it's in you, and you know it's going to come to your kids. I understand that completely.
3: Oh, hey, Gene, Gene, 100%. When I be talking to my kids, and they don't get something I'm saying— I literally lean in and be like, "Are you my child? Are you my kid? You don't get what the fuck I'm saying? Uh, Try harder. Try harder. I know you get what I'm talking about, but the whole matter is, like Bobby Jimenez has said, uh, uh, children ain't the future. Fuck them kids. They dumb as shit. So that's (laughs) your material. (laughs) 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 I remember that next too. I remember that shit. You're my (laughs) retard. That's why I work with kids. I don't. I don't work on too many adults. I work on kids because keeping it real, everybody on this panel is older than 25. Keeping it solid. Yeah. Our time. Our time has come and gone. Whether you consider yourself a teacher or not, that's what you are. You had your chance. I don't care if you woke up at 31 or 26. You had your chance, man. Now is about shaping and molding our future the the, the future of I, I, I say the shaping and molding but I gotta agree with Bobby the children are not the future the the, the present is the gift and it's right now so the that's work right. that needs to be performed it ain't being performed by kids that's talking about whatever the fuck they talking about right now man my kids all they want to watch is DIY YouTube man to me Four that's dead ass shit Fortnite. They want to floss. They want to do the floss on Fortnite. Man, fuck Floss. Fuck Fortnite. But, (laughs) that's their problem. It's their time to be alive, so all I can do is shape and mold, and hopefully when they get to a point where they become teachers, they got something to reach back to and give to the next generation. And that ties back into the macrobes versus the microbes. Because if, if, if it's only microbes, teaching other microbes, we continue to get smaller. How come we don't got no more giants on earth? Motherfuckers getting smaller. Yeah. But the good thing about getting smaller is you become that point within the circle. You become that all knowing God. That infinity. that, that uh, The word zero. Zero is actually goes back to, I think it's a sans, not Sanskrit. Uh, uh, I think it's Chaldean or Babylonian. The word zero comes from Zatara. Zatara ain't nothing but another word for Zutakai, it's the Great Mother. So the smaller you mm-hmm. get, the bigger you motherfuckers get. What's right. getting small is split. it What's getting small? Yeah, it's like the old say... Go ahead, Ijen.
1: Nah, I was gonna say because if the smaller you get, the bigger the Earth get too. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: And that's we'll... why the Earth.
3: That's why the Earth is heating up. You know what I'm saying? We know that yeah. when shit up, it spins faster and create more energy. They say, "Oh, global warming." Them motherfuckers want to keep that an ice age.
2: Now listen. Demol- now I'm happy you brought that. I'm happy you brought that shit up. So I got I got to say this shit real quick, Mike. You talk about the planet heating up, man. I'm telling you this shit right now. When you if you go do a social experiment, go around a bunch of niggas, right? I guarantee the temperature within that environment, it was it was. I bet you it increased once a, a large percent of niggas got there. Let them niggas yeah, have some.
4: Let, let them be hey, that's, angry. That's <laughs> talk. That's real talk, man. I I I'm telling
2: you that is 100 percent true. And I'm gonna go further on this shit because I do this shit all the time. When them niggas around, that energy going to sp- spike up. But let them motherfucking niggas be angry let them be agitated mm-hmm. let them that energy is going to increase but this is this, this is this ties into the shit I'll be studying do you know that when we do that shit when a group of niggas are melanated like that you know you know what else is sent out what energy is sent out antimatter antimatter is being sent out they can they can quantify that shit and they can pick up on this shit because we generate that shit with our psyche so to speak through this quantum physics or whatever we generate that shit oh i, I know it uh, hey, hey, hey,
3: Shannon. Shannon, ahead. let me say this, Shannon. Do you know, uh, all y'all, do you know what the slave rule was in the seventeen, eighteen hundreds?
2: Don't let them the niggas right now. What?
3: Go
2: the ahead. slave
3: rule was. Uh, th- now I-, I came across this. Uh, uh, reading some uh masonic documents, right? During mm-hmm. um, during during so called slavery. There was a rule if you see two or three niggas in the group break that shit up unless they're Moors. if they were Moors, they had a right to congregate in groups of three or two or more now even in the Bible it says it says where two or three are gathered together in thy name there is God now on, on a subconscious level them slave owners knew if you let two or three niggas get in the circle I don't care if they if they, if they shooting jokes. Break that shit up, because like you said, it's creating antimatter. It's destroying the matrix. And I tell you, on a human level, right now at my job, right at mm-hmm. my job, there was uh, three niggas in my department. Now my department is small. It's made up of about ten people, uh, mostly Asian, two white people, one Mexican, two Mexicans. And whenever me and the other two black people got to talking. And I got to say this. I got a dude. In, it was a dude in my department. He was a, a dead ass Christian. Uh, uh, I, I could come. I could combat him as much as I wanted. But the Bible was dead literal to this motherfucker. But whatever we talked about, like movies on a spiritual level, he got it. Do you know that would agitate them other races so much to where, you know, yes. what? they fired. Yes. They fired the, come on. They fired one nigga and got rid of the other one, right? Because you yes. know what? Where two or, where two or three are gathered, break that shit up. Uh, I, I, I'm not pushing Moorish nationality, but at least they had that much right back in the 16th and 17th century. Let the Moors do their thing. If it's dead-ass niggas, break that shit up. And so a lot of the time, like you said, when niggas get together, get to roasting, shooting jokes, the first thing they say, Y'all too loud. You mean to tell me <laughs> don't get loud? You mean to tell me that that Asians don't get loud? Mexicans don't get loud? No. When that nigga energy kick into combining, break that shit up. And this this go back to Willie Lynch shit. Willie Lynch, you know what I'm saying? He laid down the pattern. Whether Willie Lynch was an actual character, a figure or not, he that 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 pattern was established. If you see niggas in the circle, break that shit up. Unless they're Moors, because Moors ain't nothing but the term for Latter Day Kamites. So even on an unconscious level, when niggas is laughing too loud, when niggas is bumping that loud ass rap music, break that shit up. And you damn right, too many niggas in a circle, you damn right it get hot. I be, I be at my job, I trip when they say, "Is it hot to you, Mister Bill?" I always say, "No, no, it ain't hot to me." You know what I'm saying? I'm a child of the sun. I don't mean that one in the sky. I mean my inner sun. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, you're damn right. And and these roadblocks obstacles, they're in place to make sure. Because it's like this. A kite don't get high in the sky unless it's wind going against it. Now, right now, who is the wind blowing the hardest against? It? Because if you, if you ran your kite with the wind, it would go down. You run your kite against the wind gonna soar high and that's what all the confusion is about. But the average motherfucker just stuck on Donald Trump, loving and hip hop and whatever else dumb shit going on. You know what I'm saying? Right. But when your kite flying high where well, you looking down on everything else, you can get Gnosis from Love and Hip Hop. You can get Losis, you can get Gnosis from motherfucking Donald Trump. You know what I'm saying? We was in a group the other day, I was in a post and we actually dissected that MAGA shit that make America great. That's some Necronomicon shit. MAGA is the mall. Yeah. The mall is, uh, make, make America Great breaks down to M-A-G-A. MAGA, mm-hmm. if you do the etymology on MAGA, that means the mall. Mall means stomach, throat, mouth. The Necronomicon deity that corresponds to that is motherfucking uh, 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 Yog you dig? you all a knows all, sees all. So I'm, I'm just saying that, that within, come on, do, just do the etymology. Just break down mag or mag, yeah. and you're going to come to, uh, I, I came to the, the Gnosis when I was talking about Star Wars in the last Han Solo movie. They had a Necronomicon deity in the Han Solo movie and he was called the Maul. Maul is like jaw. Throat, gullet, stomach, and but a word for more is MAGA. What is MAGA? M A G A. Donald Trump, dead ass, right? Man, Donald Trump was a uh, nigga. Yeah,
2: exactly. I'm convinced of that. Now listen, that. Now listen, this is this, this is my point in me telling, talking about what's influencing these motherfuckers. They thoughts, ways, and actions, and they don't even realize it. Him doing that shit, creating a mantra, and you corresponding that shit with the Necronomicon, and, that, and dealing with the, you know what I'm saying? The Yog Sothoth, which is the gateway entity, basically uh, the outer god is second in command, basically the uh, Azathoth or whatever. But man, that's that's what I'm talking about. They tapping into some shit that they don't even realize that's, they 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 being influenced to even do. Cause he came up, somebody, one of them motherfuckers came up with the idea to do that, and we know all ideas come from the subconscious mind, and they was influenced to do that shit. And you can use that shit against these motherfuckers, man. I'm telling you, because they ain't doing shit but helping us. Every time they say that, now that I know what the fuck they really, what that shit really mean, we can tap into that shit and channel and redirect you to do anything that we want. Because that's all of this world is. It's ain't shit but a tool for us to tap into whatever esoteric way we want to and being able to get the gnosis out of it and being able to use it to do whatever the fuck we want to do. But you brought up some shit. Uh, 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 Go ahead. All
3: Donald, all Donald Trump represents is that the dose is wide open, man. That's what he represents. You pussy right now. The dose is open. You can access whatever noses you want because the dose is open, and that's all done. He's showing you that it don't matter what the fuck you say, man. That boy actually said something about being in the womb for nine months and he gonna fix. That. And right now. The doors is open. And that's what that you is a gateway deity, right? right. He, she, he, know, he knows the way, he is the way, and he opens the way. So right now, you can access some Necronomicon energy and get all the gnosis you want. And that's, that's all it means. Now, if you get caught up on a human level and that's your president or that ain't your president, shame on you. Man, IGN posted that shit today. Man, the most niggerish of niggas, the most niggerish of niggas, 56, he had that motherfucker on a motherfucking talk show talking about how much he was vibing with motherfucking. See, what what people don't know is, before Trump became president, he didn't kick it with nothing but niggas. He was yeah, hanging he did, out with yeah. P. Diddy. Hanging out with, you know what I'm saying? Snoop Dogg, man. Man. We got a nigga. We we got a chaos being in office. Man, love Trump. And that's why... That's why... Every time IGN come with a channel from Kanye... Hey, every time time IGN come with a channel from uh, Kanye, I love that shit. Because motherfuckers want to (laughs) hate on on Kanye (laughs) for what he's saying, but... But demonstrate channels, man. Demonstrate channels.
2: Nah, nah, you, you tapping in you now nah, you talking about Trump being a chaos being and I'm all you know I'm all with that shit. Like he they they slave to AWAS again. That's how I look, that's how I see them. That's the only yep. way I can yep. the only way I relate to these people is through that. As being my tool, a slave. You know what I'm saying? But at the yeah. same time yeah. <laughs> Now this is the shit I've been on, Mike. I don't know if I told you about this shit, I did, but keck. The frog, Pepe. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead, Mike. You already know where I'm going to go with this shit. These, like I told you, these we controlling these motherfuckers and don't realize. It. We don't give ourselves enough See? credit being able to influence these motherfuckers to tap into primordial archetypes of, of ancient Egypt, fucking uh, uh, primordial chaos being, which is symbolically represented through a frog. kek. It's okay, listen, wall.
3: listen. Okay. Okay, Gene. I mean uh Shannon. What what's it, what's it? Pepe? Pepe Pep- everybody every everybody has seen the meme of the crying frog, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The crying frog is none other than Keck. He- Kek the 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 uh the frog deity from Kemet. It's a fertility yeah. deity, it's a cre- creation deity. Now we look, at, we look at these memes that we post and share. We think that these memes are just jokes. But you got to realize that, number one, the Internet ain't new. The Internet is not mm-hmm. new. I got to say that out loud. Mm-hmm. The web of ISIS, the web of ISIS, which is the veil, and they say you got you to peel back the veil of ISIS. The web of ISIS is nothing other than the web of ISIS, which is the World Wide Web. It's the internet now. Along with the, I believe it or not, you might not see the correlation, but the correlation to the macros and memes is right there if you wouldn't look at it, because all exactly. these memes, these memes influence popular society. Now, when if y'all remember when Hillary Clinton was running for president and everybody was certain we were going to have our first female president guess what popped up? Pepe the Frog. Pepe the Frog was a meme, and that meme actually led to Hillary Clinton's downfall. But what you got to yep. realize is that we assume that meme means a funny post or a funny image. But memes are actually uh, thought forms. A meme is mm. a thought form. If you, if you Google the word meme and try meme, or memetic on. right or memetic, and memetic. they right. they and, and the only thing the only thing that quantifies a meme is if it spreads from one person to another like you can post some funny shit make your own meme not get a single like that is not a meme if you share a meme and it get multiple likes and thousands of motherfuckers hundreds even dozens of people it becomes a meme now on the yeah. um there was a show by Morgan Freeman called Through the Worm- Through the Wormhole. And on one of his episodes, he talked about memes and try memes. A meme is an infectious an thought. That's all it is. Now, you might share it in terms of a, a joke, but the joke is just the needle that injects it into your veins. That's why you can see a dozen different people post the same meme. That's why you can see a meme that, get, that gets... Uh, 600,000, a million likes because it's an an infectious thought. So you go from Pepe to crying frog. Now, when Hillary Clinton was killing them in the polls, they came with that Pepe meme, she died. Donald Trump was was associated with the Pepe meme, the crying frog. I got the links. I got the links. Shannon gave it to me. I'm going to share it. But the bottom line is we think that a lot of this shit is just random ignorance, but actually this is, in accord- this is in accordance with the goddess's will. And when I say the goddess, I'm talking about Isis. I'm talking mm-hmm. about Hathor. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about Heheru. You know what I'm saying? Because these things are not new concepts. We just have new names for them. The same way in Hindu they said, oh, this is Maya and, 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 and the gods are avatars. Well, now we say it's assimilation, it's a holographic universe, and everybody's a clone. It's the same language, it's just different nomenclature. That's all. Mm-hmm. The language yeah. fits the time. So with, with the frog, with her cat, and I, I, the other day I posted because I had me a frog statue for the longest. I got a little frog statue. It's a, uh, it's a, Jap- a Japanese or a Chinese frog. But once I realized that that frog was cat, and Haket is currently manifested as Pepe the frog, and if you do any kind of research on the Pepe meme, you're going to see that it's a fucking religion. And they know that Pepe nice meme. Meme. come on, and, and, and they know <laughs> that Pepe is Haket. Haket is the comedic deity. Now, now if, let, you if you want a correspondence, if you want a correspondence Paquette is best. Best was a, a fertility deity. Now, we know when we talk fertility, we're really talking creativity. You know what I'm saying? But but it all ties in. So, I I, I wish I had a share. I, I didn't have time before the show to do what I normally do, which is to post links and, and get people ready for the show. But you got to understand that these memes are nothing more than infectious ideas. And why you think yep. that some of the best memes, some of the best memes we see is made by a cultist. And if it wasn't <laughs> made by an occultist, it was shared by an occultist. Because they're
2: nothing more than infectious ideas. Right. It's, it's, that's... It's, 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 I... Go ahead. No, nah, that's what you're saying. Because like, that's one of the reasons why I used to spread my shit. If you used to look at my profile picture it had my sigil up there. It had a specific sigil. now then nobody know what the sigil know what it meant but me. And I would post funny shit and my shit would be shared all the time. My influence was going everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I use my social media page as a social experiment. That's one of the reasons. But by studying but the it medicine, better, it's, be. a form of, it's a form of sorcery. It's a form of it's a form of magic, is what it is. Through through visualization, do you see in the imagery? And you've seen the symbol, not realizing what these words, certain words on these, on these um, means be coded. You know what I'm saying? You can trace that back to Gematria, the other shit that I be studying. But it's funny, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back on, that, back on that Pepe shit, I mean, it's a lot of shit, Gene. That, I mean, it's, it's a whole show that we can dedicate to this shit. But these white folks, because they were so disenfranchised when Obama got elected and was in office for eight years. They was they had a lot of angst. You gotta understand, they got a lot of angst, and a lot of anger, and a lot of pent up rage. And they was going, they wanted to take that anger and put it into somebody who they believed in. And they was they felt like they was disenfranchised and they was on this one this 4chan website where a lot of these white folks go to. And they just started, you know what I'm saying? They attributed Donald Trump as being a chaos being of being able to turn political arena on this on his head, you know what I'm saying, which he did. You know what I'm saying? But they attributed him to this Pepe character, this frog, but not realizing it, that this frog who they associated him with was a fucking comedic deity of primordial chaos and darkness and fertility, like like Michael was saying. And it has a whole history of, you know what I'm saying, a, a whole, you know what I'm saying, a thought form or archetype of being a chaos being, you know what I'm saying? And what they didn't realize is they tapped into our shit and they brought Donald Trump in because of that shit because they, what they did, they got Hillary Clinton to even acknowledge this stupid ass shit and one of her damn um, one of her, uh, you know what I'm saying, her speeches she was talking about it, they started talking they about sure it did. Fuck is this shit? but not realizing them even acknowledging it and talking about it, spread it and because of this shit it's a lot of shit on this 4chan, it's just a lot of cope shit with these numbers when, once they started doing this shit, once Hillary started to talk about this shit, they got sick. because well, She got real sick and started to have health issues because of the, all the influence and the and the people's emotions was put to this meme, this fucking face, this character, this fake-ass character or whatever. They were putting their energy into this shit and they brought forth, they manifested what they wanted to have happen with Donald Trump getting elected because he represented yep. a, a chaos thing, But we know we chaos beings. You know, we the ones the wielders of this shit. You know what I'm saying? They don't even realize is they brought in a motherfucker that's gonna bring about the energy that we use in anyway to collapse this reality. So thank you very much to any of you 4chan alt right motherfuckers who don't realize that you brought about your own demise. When you go. No, because, no, 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 hey, hey, I got, this. Is sincere. I'm hey, straight. The heart with this shit, telling these motherfuckers that shit. I think come on, I want to kill <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. I want to get all. What's what I'm saying? They not in control. They don't. They don't understand. They they being, they being uh mind control puppeteer by us to do that shit. They don't even realize it. I'm telling see, you niggas,
3: we don't. But see, this this
2: it it, it all
3: taps back into the collective unconscious. My you know point. We my got. Point. We got we got these ignorant motherfuckers that's posting whatever they post and all kind of dumb shit and you know I, I I'll say this uh, I posted some shit on my Facebook page it went viral right and and mm-hmm. I'll be honest it's the first time I posted something that actually went viral the shit right now has like almost forty thousand views over one thousand and likes and reactions, but the thing is, when we post these things, we we assume that uh, it's a formula. I'll put it like that. It's a formula. Mm -hmm. And and once you get the formula down, you got to lean with it, rock with it. Because the bottom line is, like you said about Hillary Clinton, when she was running and she was seeming strong, she couldn't handle that energy. That's why her bitch ass collapsed and all that kind of shit was seen (laughs) while she was running because she couldn't handle that energy. You know what I'm saying? The bottom line was most people look at Donald Trump and the Republican Party as the enemy. But if you believe in slavery and all that other shit, it was the Republicans that freed the slaves. You know what I'm saying? The Republican Party Mm -hmm. is the party of niggas. Niggas then become... (laughs) Niggas didn't become Democrat until the Jim Crow era. And Donald Trump asked, actually said that. He said, man, black people love me. Black people are Republicans at heart. And, 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 and to take it back to Stranger Things, right? The movie, the little, the little series, Stranger Things. and Stranger Things, they yeah. tapped into the upside down world, right? The Mm -hmm, upside-down world seemed just like our world, but it was kind of creepy and spooky. The thing about it is the upside-down world is actually the real world. That's the real. So when you tap into the world of real, we we live in this upside-down world where left is right, right is left, up is down. The upside-down world seems real, but that's what's being tapped into. So what we got action? okay. By Donald Trump being associated with yogg right? yogg being a gateway deity, right now, you can tap into whatever energy you want and get whatever whatever noses you need. It's, it's, it's wide open. Donald yeah, Trump said, man, you can grab him by the push. You can grab him by the
2: pussy. You, you can't get more wide open. Man. I'm sorry. Come on. You, Think about you that. You can't. So the, whole, the,
3: whole, the whole point is, for those in the know, You got to capture some of this energy and do what you want to do with it. Uh, Okay, we talking heart chakra. uh, Alistair Crowley, I'm going to quote Alistair Crowley. Do what thou wilt. Do what thou wilt is the whole of the law, but the law operates under the heart. I'm I'm paraphrasing. No, he said do what thou wilt is the whole of the law. Do what thou wilt is the whole of the law, but the law operates under the fucking heart. We're talking heart chakra right now, right? You do what you want, and you operate from the heart chakra. And Donald Trump is showing you. You can say what the fuck you want to say and get hella hella humans to react and get gnosis from it. That's that's where we're at right now. we we actually in, in the era of the heart chakra, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Because you can do what you want. And you can operate from that point. And that's why I got I constantly say it, man. I love I Because he get online and he busts motherfuckers' hearts. But the thing about it is, busting their heart, busting their heart is just expanding this so it can open up wider. Man, some motherfuckers was on there today, and I ain't gonna lie, our destroyed that motherfucker with two two or three different replies. The motherfucker was like, he was I don't know if it's a he or a she was saying something about uh, evil spirits don't exist. I know they real, but I ain't got no million. <laughs> I
4: saw that earlier, all, too.
3: Come on, the only thing he responded was they gotta <laughs> be real because you acknowledge them so they exist, and blah 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 blah. And guess what? Sure. That motherfucker didn't comment no more. He
4: shut the Please hell shut up. Him. That was funny. I mean, so, I so hope the whole
3: we got I mean, whether whether that person did or not, it was released into the ethers on a very popular meme, so that made it an infectious idea. Yep. And, and work is done. Uh, uh, work is all done. All praise cat. Look, look, all praise yep. cat.
2: That's right. <laughs> like I'm serious, man. <laughs> listen, listen, this one of my one of my I, I ain't know this topic was gonna come up. But one of my specialties, bro, if I got some shit I'm real good at, I'm real good at looking at the shit that most niggas don't look at. Like I go within the forums, of a lot of these where they white folks at where they what they talk about what interests them, and I, you know what I'm saying, I'll be talking to them. And I, I communicate with them to see where they at, to see what they like, they dislikes, their uh, social anxieties, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying, their fears of the future or whatever like that. And a lot of these links, a lot of the shit that they be talking about is occult shit, but they do not, they cannot tap into the shit. Coming up with, I'm yeah. talking about intellectual, a bunch of rigid-ass logic and reasoning, but they real good at that shit. We all know they can't get past the intellect, but it's very intellectual on how they break things down. And there's a lot of interesting-ass shit they talk about. All they doing is talking about the shit that we tap in naturally, but they cannot, they can't interface with this shit. You know what I'm saying? They can only explain it. Yeah through you know, intellectually that can explain this shit way better than we can but they cannot tap into that shit effortless like the way we can and I'm telling you a lot hey, of the links hey, dig, uh, dig, dig this Shannon. hey Shannon
3: dig this I, I love talking movie so I was at work and two of my white co-workers they was telling me man if they make if Michael B. Jordan becomes Superman I'm done I'm done with it Oh. Oh, yeah. I, I, oh, this, yeah. This, this is what they were telling me. They were saying, I'm done. So look what I hit him with and shut him down. I said, man, how come Michael B. Jordan can be Superman, but yet we got a white Jesus? So the boy said, hold on, Mike, hold on. What does white Jesus have to do with Superman? Now, I know on a metaphysical level, Superman is a solar entity, right? He gets power from the yeah. sun. So Superman right. ain't nothing but the Christ. So I so I put it, I put it in terms so simple that I knew a caveman could get it, right?
0: Mm-hmm. What I said
3: was, he said, Well, what 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 Jesus got to do with Superman? So I said, the Bible tells you Jesus had feet of brown, feet of bronze and skin of copper and hair of, hair of wool. But yet we got a, a white Jesus with blonde hair and blue eyes. I said, So if Jesus can change. How come Superman can't? Nor that motherfucker told me. What? I, I can't. I can't talk to you, Mike. I can't talk to you. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, to me, corn. to me, it's the same thing. If y'all can change Jesus, how come? How come Superman can't change? And that's the whole my dad. point. Is
4: straight my up, my father's the same one. Yeah, we had this conversation two days ago. He called me furious. He couldn't believe that Superman wants to change it.
2: Can I? I can could. I, can I? Can I go in a little bit on this? I right, real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Real quick. Listen, one of the reasons. That, I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Marvel DC comic book geek. I could talk this shit all day, but it, no it is literally a black Superman within the DC multiverse. But one of the reasons that they want to do this is, I mean, you got to look at Superman as a, as a, um his popularity is going down. You know what I'm saying? People getting sick of that Lily White-ass shit, that uh, American Boy Scout-ass shit. And one of the reasons why they want to pull in Michael B. Jordan was based off of the fucking phenomenal performance he played in Black Panther, and they know that niggas will go see a Superman movie. For a business aspect, it's a genius. Yes. It makes perfect fucking sense with the demographic change that's going on within the country. People gotta pay attention to that shit. I studied them. The only problem is DC butchers movies. I know that's off topic. You know, you know, I'm just saying. But no, 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 no. Just the idea of him being Superman is enough to cause it's gonna draw the, in. the damage is done. The damage is done within the, within the psychological framework of these people. That, that, that's even an option. You see what I'm saying? For them to even yeah. say that shit. You know what I'm saying? They can make a lot of money. It's a demographic, that's one of the other things. It's a demographic shift going on. I don't know if y'all paying attention to this shit. It's a demographic. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, the thing
3: the thing about it is, the thing about it is, uh, nigga energy, chaos energy, fuels this matrix. And whenever they see that our attention is is drifting off. They try to give us something to draw us back in, which is why we got Killmonger. But guess what? They killed, Marvel killed off one of the best anti-heroes ever. Now, Mm -hmm. could you imagine, could you imagine DC having Batman kill the Joker? No. You let him live to see another day so he can have a better thing. But the thing is, Black Panther proved that Black people will give you your their attention and give you their dollars. So having a black Superman, it's a form of distraction, but it's also a way to get your attention. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I want to say this. I want to say this, and I'm going to throw this question at our gen. I want to tie the black Superman into the hollow earth shit, right? We said we are going to bring you. it up, but I want to tie it in.
4: I'm glad you did 30. It's 2.30. It's uh, we've been on for two hours, 30 minutes, and I think we'll have a solid half hour after this. So, okay. yeah, if we're going to go into okay. the planets, we probably want to start off now. Let, let's, let, 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 let's
3: transition. I'm going to say this real quick, and I, I'm, I'm throwing this question at our gym. We got a black Superman, right? Now, if they kill Killmonger, you can guarantee that, Whatever black Superman they have, he's gonna die in the end. Now we all we all know that. We all know right. That if you see, come on. If you see if you see one black person on screen, we all we all resonate with that character. Just like if you see one black female, all I mean one white female, all white people, all white females are gonna gravitate. You see one black Mexican, or you see one Mexican, it, it's a, it's a thing to where our subconscious knows to gravitate. That's why they had to kill Killmonger because he represented the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Right. But now when we Uh talk in blackness, when we talk in black, we talk in dark, the unknown, subconscious mind that takes us to everything beneath the surface. Right. So in bringing this up and then shutting it down like they did in Black Panther, to me, that directly applies to this hollow earth shit. Because in the hollow earth, it said that all the Nephilim, uh, the gnomes, the dark elves, all these dark powers, when, when reality shifted on the earth after the flood, all these dark powers went to the below. They went beneath the surface, which on a metaphysical level, that could be your mind and subconscious mind and the unconscious mind. But now earlier we were talking about hollow earth theory which brings up the dude Admiral James Byrd and how he flew and he he actually went to Shambhala and he saw everything inside and he even said that he saw giants inside the earth and that mm. ties directly into uh-huh. the motherfucking Lemurian and Hyperborean shit where they say that mm. when the flood hit because supposedly there was a big cataclysmic war the uh the not the Upanishad the Vedantas, the Hindu Vedantas talk about these uh, bimanas and these, these machines that shot these nuclear weapons and it it, it caused the upheaval on the physical earth. It, that's what actually caused Pangaea, the one continent, to split into seven other continents. Uh-huh. And then all these all these primordial races, all the Nephilim, Hyperboreans, they went underneath the earth. Supposedly, there's an inner sun. We call it the core of the earth. They said that the earth has a spinning core that's molten hot magma. Uh, if, if you do your research, you'll find out that that, that magma, remember the movie uh, with Samuel, not Samuel Jackson, Roy Lindo, Center of the Earth, where they went to Center of the Earth to stop the little earthquakes and shit. All of that mm-hmm. was a hollow earth pool. Yeah. Yeah, and, and with Superman being a solar symbol, and with them saying that in the center of the, of the earth is another sun, we know that inner sun is the sun inside your body, that black dot. I just wanted to say the transition black, okay. from a black Superman to that, Agen, tell me your thoughts on hollow earth and all that shit. Yeah, I definitely think there's something near there, the North Pole. Now,
1: I don't know exactly. You know, I, I do believe in hollow earth. I don't know if you get the hollow earth through the North Pole, but I definitely noticed something going on at the North Pole, um, and it just it just lines up because even the ancient Hindu shit when he talk about the root races and everything, it it, it kind of changes the narrative of life starting in Africa, to life starting actually on the island in the North Pole, where you get these polarities and then you have these cataclysmic events over over eons and shit, and then humanity kind of. Devolves so, based upon you know the Earth and its density and, and shit like that because you know we talking way 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 back. You know I'm pretty sure there was other races of beings that probably went in the North Pole. You know went went through the North Pole into into a hollow Earth, but I think something's there. Like even even the Nordic shit lines up like with the tree and flat Earth it lines up like it's got to be like an energy vortex or or something there and this definitely has to be like an infinite plane right because mike hello mike you
3: there yeah i'm right here i'm here yeah
1: okay because what i'm thinking is like even if you took like a compass and you have a center point. Really, the, 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 the circle is, is balanced, so it's, it's pretty much as big as 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 you wanted to make. But that center point. So when you're looking at flat Earth and hollow Earth, anything like that, all that has to be the North Pole, right? And everything creation spreads itself out, you know. So I, I definitely think it's there. I I just know something's up the North Pole. Agreed.
3: Yeah. No, I agree. I, 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 everything everything points to the North Pole. Now if you if somebody ascribes to the flat earth theory and that we have a firmament and that the firmament is actually like some sort of prison, it's like prison bars. If there is an escape route, it's gonna be to the north where the, the, the aurora borealis war Borealis is those northern It's got to be, Mike. They shimmy. Got to be. Got to be. Everything says yeah, it's go north. Gotta Everything. Got to be. Now, let's say, even
1: yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say one thing. Sorry not to cut you off. But I was going to say, even if you was looking down at the center of the earth, let's say if you was looking at a bird's eye view and you was looking at the dead center of the earth, uh, and you was at that's the North Pole. Everywhere you, everywhere you go, Opposite, extreme opposite is shallow, right? So if there's a yeah. wall, right? You know what I'm saying? And, and, and actually, that's what your Arctic Circle is if you believe in flat Earth, right? The only way out would have to be towards the center of the Earth,
3: the North Pole. There's no, there's no other way. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. I, I agree one. I I agree one hundred percent because uh, the dude Eric Dubay. Oh, proofs that the, he had the 100 proofs that the earth is flat and the thing mm-hmm. about it is every everybody who has explored the Arctic Circle they always said that it, it first of all the the whole name for it is Arctic Circle we're in case, I mean yeah. okay let me say this let me say this I'm not a flat earther you can't put that title on me but I believe that mythology, and and actually, the terms we use describe everything that actually proves a flat Earth. We're actually—I won't say flat—at the very least, we are imprisoned on this plane because it's called the Arctic Circle. The—if you ascribe to this model, there's an ice wall in the circle that keeps us in. Uh, I forget—I forget the guy's name that. Uh, I forget the guy's name that did the uh, Arctic Search. He had the black dude with him. And he said in his in his memoirs, he said that whether he went to the left or right, uh, you know, whatever terms he used, there was an ice wall. Then you have the other guy, I forget his name, somebody help me out, the scientist dude in the early 1900s that launched that balloon, and he went up the further he was the first person to reach the upper stratosphere. He said that the earth appeared to be a parabolic shaped around the edge. Parabolic is right. like, like an eyeball. So there's, we call it the Arctic Circle because if you go south, you're going to go in a complete circle. And Eric Dubai kind of, he, he did the best. He did the best in terms of proving it. But the whole point for me is, that uh, while we're talking heart chakra, if you go to the center of the earth, which is known as Shambhala, uh, that, that would be, that would correspond to your heart chakra. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It would correspond to your heart chakra. And, and we were talking earlier, I Jen, just brought it up. Nordic mythology proved it all for me. If, if you ever dive into Nordic mythology and you listen to the creation of the earth, first of all, there was this great mother cow that mother cow is uh, no it's, it's it's Hathor the mother cow uh, Shiva yeah, yeah. Shiva corresponds to a cow you know Shiva has that crescent moon behind his head which ain't nothing more than cow horns uh Typhon corresponds as the correspond he's the the male correspondence to Hathor so the, in Nordic mythology we had this mother cow that was licking this little this little piece of ice, which is I take as the Nordic Circle, and she revealed from that Nordic from that that piece of ice that that cow was licking, it revealed a frost giant. Now, in Nordic mythology, Odin, uh, Odin, and uh, somebody else popped out from that motherfucker's armpit, and what did they proceed to do? They killed the frost giant. And they created the known world from that Frost Giant's body. Now first of all, if you bag it up to the the recent Marvel movies, uh, Loki is the son of a Frost Giant. Mm -hmm. And his skin is blue-black like sheep. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So they, they took the body of this Frost Giant and from his dome, from his skull, They created the dome or the firmament of the universe. So for me, it all lines up. And and what Admiral Byrd discovered when he flew through the center of the earth, he saw giants. He saw a whole civilization. And actually, if you go through other mythologies, everything says, even the Bible says it, that the Nephilim, when the flood hit, they went to the center of the earth. Now, this is in the book of Enoch. Those Nephilim, they fled to the center of the earth. And guess what they're waiting on? They wait on the time to arise again, just like Cthulhu, and come back and take the earth back for they self. So right. I, I can see it on a metaphysical level. I can see it on a cult level. And I'm just not one of those ones to think that somebody's going to come back and save me. I got to
2: save right. myself. Yeah.
3: You know what I'm
2: saying? And, so we do, we and do on these
3: the physical level,
2: too. And on a physical level, because our all our five senses stemming from our brain is dictating our reality that it's flat. You've no way around it. Like, I don't know why everything, I mean, water reaches a level playing field. I mean, this when we reach up, we see the horizon yeah. at our level. All five of our senses is showing us, is is, 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 revert, is coming back to us, letting us know that we're on a flat plane of existence. And it makes perfect sense. If you're going to do a scientific experiment on a flat surface to conduct your experience, to me it makes absolute fucking perfect sense. because It makes a lot of sense. Even before Panic was on, like, Gnosticism and shit, I used to be on that shit. And I'm like, that makes sense for them to feel like this is a prison matter, like being a prison itself. And that this place has a firmament, like a fishbowl, all of that shit. I mean, it's not a, it's not really a stretch of imagination for me to think that this motherfucker flat like why wouldn't it be like it's it makes perfect sense lines up all the correspondence that you guys just brought up with mythology with all different cultures saying the same thing with different maps with the Admiral Byrd going there why you can't go to the you know what I'm saying you could just get in the boat and go try to see for yourself because it's guarded I mean it, I understand why all these, all these say that because it, it just makes perfect sense for me to be like that. But, like, I got a question for you guys, though. Have you guys ever actually traveled there to see what's there? Ah, I'm glad. Yes, I have. I'm glad you said that. Yes, I have. I, I've yes, done I have. It. What was your result? Okay.
3: I had uh, I had several. But the ones that I can speak of the best, that had the most clarity, I actually, I was talking to Gene and Igen about it earlier. The best that i uh uh uh, among the best but let me say this first i realized Mm -hmm. that i realized that the gnosis i got it was subjective and not objective right because i I use i use personally i use the flat earth model as a form of counter perspective i'm I'm unconcerned i'm actually i'm unconcerned whether the earth is flat or round or pear-shaped or spherical or upside down uh, diamond, or if it's a teardrop of water, or if the earth is actually in the eyeball of God. You know, there's there's a whole bunch of theories you can go into. I'm unconcerned. But for me, I embraced it because it was a form of counter perspective. It allowed me to shake up my own game because I was raised to believe that the earth was round and it's spun at so many thousands of miles per second, and it orbits around the Earth. In actuality, if we're going to believe anything, the planets, the sun, they actually orbit around the, the sun in a right. helical. It's helical. It's like DNA. It's not in a circle. It's like in a helix. But I'll say this. In astral travel, one of the most vivid astral travels I had in terms of is the Earth round or flat, I, I I rose above the earth and I hit a definite ceiling, mm-hmm. a definite ceiling. And when Thank I looked down, know. I saw I saw a flat plane. But in that flat plane, there were pockets of civilization, and they were all mm-hmm. covered in domes. So that that helps me to understand better when they say shit like the Sasquatch or like that new movie Small. Man, you gotta see Smallfoot. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, we're yeah talking flat, we are we talking yeah. flat earth right now. If you watch the movie Smallfoot, it is a flat earth theory movie. Yeah. And, and guess who was the leader? Guess who was the leader of the Yeti? Uh Common, the rapper he Common. Were. Right,
1: right. He now
3: Common, yeah, he Common, the only niggas in the movie was Common and LeBron, right? Uh, LeBron's character in the movie, he was fake woke. He was the average nigga talking conspiracy theories. Now, Common was the leader. He was the tribal leader. He had all these stones on him. As soon as I saw him, I said, oh, he's a stonemason. He's a mason. And he was misleading the people. So he represented uncommon sense. Well, actually, I won't say uncommon sense. He was keeping the people on common sense on that the earth is round, uh, you know, do go to work, do your job. But the bottom line is uh, you got to watch the movie Smallfoot, but look at it. If you want to entertain yourself, look at it from a flat earth perspective. Because in that movie they said that where the Yetis live, there was nothing below them but the void. It was nothingness. But it turned out that when they went below the mountaintop, there was a whole other civilization of what they called small foots, or we could call them mac- microbes, right? Right. The Yetis, the, the Yetis represented the microbes, and the microbes in this, in this sense didn't believe that microbes existed. But then there was one, he went below, and he found that there were microbes, and the microbes and the macrobes they got along in the end. But the bottom line is, it was a flat earth story. Because Common, as that stonemason, he was reinforcing what he knew to be a lie. He knew it. And if you watch the movie, he knew it was a lie. He had a reason for reinforcing a lie, but he knew it was a lie. But the whole point of the matter is everything we see tells us that there's more to our reality than what we know. So if you grew up with if your third grade education, I got to say it like that because Actually, after third grade, the average human doesn't grow intellectually anymore beyond a third grade education. So when your third Mm -hmm. grade teacher told you that the earth was round and you accepted it, you have to at least indulge flat earth just to get out of that box. Because we always say, think outside. We say, think outside of the box. Well, that box, what people don't know, I'm going to keep it solid. This is in my book. You know how they say peek outside of the box? The yeah. box, every square is proving the circle, right? A square yeah. just proves, because the cross, we take it as a religious symbol, but the towel stretches back to every religion. That cross stretches back, whether it was the ankh or whatever. But that cross is just defining the circle, and the square proves the circle right? So the farther back you go, it's telling you something. It's telling you something. And that, that square, that box that we either step out of, or as Master Masons say, they stand on a square. That square is just the solstices and the equinoxes. The equinoxes hold a parallel and the solstices hold an opposite parallel. It's a box. That box is your consciousness if you don't embrace flat earth for the mere fact of stepping outside of that box, guess what? You're now encased. You're in a cage. You're in prison. You're under the firmament. You got to, you got to expand your thought and step outside that box. We got the vernal equinox. We got the spring equinox. We got the two solstices on the other side. That's a box confining the circle. A circle was infinite though. A circle should not be confined. A, 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 a cross can only prove a circle. It cannot define it. Because a circle is zero and it's infinite. If if, if you want some uh if you want some five percent or shit and you know about that circle seven, you see that you see mm-hmm. that seven and it appears to be broken. The circle appears to be broken. Fuck no it ain't broken. It's just defining the the the, uh, the the if the eternal I can't think of the word but it's the totality of the circle it's not yes. broken it just goes on forever so the whole point yep. is if yeah. you're going if you're going to think if you're going to think outside this box of winter solstice spring solstice vernal equinox autumnal equinox then you step outside the circle or you step outside that box and you become one with the circle. So the whole flat earth thing is really challenging. Flat earth is really just challenging your ability to think outside the box.
4: Hey, we're at two hours and 50 minutes. Um, I don't okay. think it's gonna let us go past three hours. Um, uh, flat earth nah. to me is, uh, it's, we said earlier, it, there's so many different views on each one that we could actually do a whole show on this, and we may cover it again in the future. The one thing that Flat Earth has on me is that there's a federational agreement that you can't go that far onto the North Pole without being stopped immediately. That's the only, as far as I know, that's the only standing agreement that all the nations share. Not only that, the flat earth model is actually the flag that they use for uh you actually can see it Did in you the, uh, the present yeah they no, win. win yeah so you know there's a bunch of different views and stuff uh like i said we can do a whole episode on this and i we probably will because this was a real interesting show with the uh flat earth now listen i, just, now I got a question
2: Go ahead, yeah. Jim. No, no, like, ahead, um, like, if you were since you the God of this reality, how would you create this world? Wouldn't it be ideal for you to create it flat?
4: Oh yeah, most on a plane.
1: Yes. Ideally, People don't really, uh, I, I all Go ahead, Jen. I, I tell y'all this though: if if, if you God, right? and you looking from mm-hmm. a bird's eye view of your creation, it is going to look flat, right? So that's why the flat earth symbol that you win kind of signifies that. But even if huh. you look at a pyramid from a bird's eye view, it's really just an a, 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 a in the square. That's all you yep. would see. You wouldn't mm-hmm. see the third right. dimension. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Looking at it from God's perspective, I guess you could say. So, right. yeah, it would be a flat. From an esoteric spirit, you know, from a higher, from a higher standpoint, yeah, it would be flat. It's the only I way you look could, at it like, you know, until, right. until you fall, until you fall into right. third dimension, then everything becomes a little bit more, you know, yeah, chaotic. Yeah, I like that a whole lot. Yeah.
4: Uh, <laughs> well. It was an absolute pleasure to have you with us here again, Ajin. Um, do you wanna give your email if anybody wants to get a hold of you or tell them where to find you on social media? Uh, y- y- y'all could find me on on, on, on here. <laughs> okay, there you go. That 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 works. Uh, Mike, you wanna drop your email?
3: Man, you know what? Let me say this real quick. Uh, I've gotten some of the weirdest responses lately, and it's kind of weird, yeah. kind of creeping me out. Uh, what really? But I'ma share it anyway. Oh man, word up! Uh, I've been I've been approached. Oh man. Oh, it's it, it, it's weird. It's weird. But yeah, that's uh, right. it's a yeah. good and a bad yeah. thing. Damn. It's a good and a bad thing. I I, I just say this. It's uh. I, I gotta turn off my uh Nigerian Baba Lao bag. That's all I can say. oh you know? yeah attracting a lot of my, <laughs> I get a lot of that i get I get a lot of that um I'm gonna be honest, I'm not flattered at all, but I've been hit on by a few dudes, you know roundabout you know Damn. and I say this be- be- before I drop my email, I'll say <coughs> this: I'm amazed at how many women is about this work as opposed to the dudes.
2: And I say that because
3: I get dudes that hit me up and don't even got a fucking question. Well what 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 do you want? What the what, what's up? What you wanna talk about? Because I'm about <laughs> Gnosis. If it if it ain't about Gnosis and, and 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 somehow as a student, I consider myself a student helping other students. If we ain't talking about this work, what the fuck we talking about? And I get motherfuckers you know, Messenger is the devil because motherfuckers can call you through Messenger, and I answer and up and be like, uh,
2: uh,
3: you know, uh, and so, (laughs) man, I say this, I say this, I've had more females hit me up, not on "Oh, I want to suck your dick type shit, but on some man, I like what you were saying, can you give me more information? as opposed to dudes who hit you up and ain't talking about shit. I mean, I'ma I'm a hit I'ma if you hit me up. Just keep it real, if you hit me up, if you hit me up, I'm gonna respond. But I get, you know, you get these weird, and it's like, I get it real quick before I drop my email. I get it because in the Bible, it says that the man is the head of the household. But we all know that on this material plane, Man don't run shit. The woman run the household, right? But what that really means is, what that really means is, like in the comic books, when every character has his, his, the box that has his thoughts and words is in the cloud, the man's head is in the cloud. The woman is material. She's the matter. In, in, In Greek, matter is mother. Mater is mother. The father, the man, he's in the spirit. His head is in the cloud, so I get it. A lot of dudes hit me up with shit, and it means something to them, but it means nothing to me, because I know that most dudes, their head is in the clouds. It's the women who got to bring motherfuckers into this physical reality. They got to give birth, so they be firmly grounded. So if they on some conscious shit, they really be on some conscious shit. A lot of dudes that hit you up, and they'll be like, man, I had a dream. Uh, we got two minutes, Mike. And- Okay, real quick, Michael K. Bell at yahoo.com. I am who I think I am on Instagram, uh, Michael Bell on YouTube, but I get it. But hey, guys, I'm married. Uh, I, I, I don't even like that material hookup, so I ain't looking for no other relationships. You know what I'm saying? So if, if you want to know, i get it. If it, ain't, if it ain't Gnosis, I'm not homophobic. I just don't want no more relationships outside of Gnosis. If you are about that notice, hit me up. If not, man, keep please keep it pushing. Shannon, you
2: want to <laughs> drop your email. Yep. Shannon Jeffrey's on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? You can holler at me on there. Uh, my, my, uh, my email is uh 125 at gmail.com. My YouTube page is the Rogue Titan. And my Instagram is the Rogue Titan, uh, what the underscore Rogue underscore Titan zero one two five. You know what I'm saying? He hit me up anytime. But just like Mike said, man, I don't want no smoke with that with that shit he he got going on, man. I, I'm straight on that. I ain't had I ain't had them problems, Mike. Man, I gotta I gotta be honest. That's kind of that's kind of crazy that you're going through that shit, brother. It's kind of creepy. It's kind of creepy.
3: I, I gotta turn that shit off because I know I'm attracting it on some level. I gotta be to it, yeah. but it's fake creepy. It's fake creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well
4: I'm not gonna put my email. Everybody already knows my email. If you want to get a hold of me, just it's on the channel here. <laughs> Gentlemen, it's uh always an honor to talk with you. Um I'll get a hold of you guys, you know, on the other side of the show here. Y'all have a good night and uh until next time. All right, good good looking. Mm. All right. see. Mm. Later.
2: Man, that shit was fun.